0: Yeah. <laughs> what's going on everybody is andrew barrow you already know this is suburban dope before we get into anything today spoilers music albums anything we got to talk about this beyonce coachella okay beyonce first off coachella was this weekend first off coachella was this weekend it was dope, it was awesome. Stage was crazy. Big old stage like lots of screens. It was just amazing. And then Beyoncé closed out the night. Beyoncé went on she basically went on at at midnight pretty much. She went on at midnight. So over here she came on at 2:30 in the morning. And my brother being the stand that he is, he stayed up and watched it. I could wait, I waited to the next day. Cause you know, I just, I, 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 I had to go to sleep, <laughs> but everybody stayed up and watched this, and it was incredible. So I'm gonna get into. I gotta, I, like, I, ha- I have to talk about it. So she opened up the show. Basically, her whole show was one big HBCU halftime show. It was like a homecoming halftime show on stage. It was. Awesome. And for me, being that I went to an HBCU, oh, it it, it I like I, I was I was like not emotional, but you just you feel it. You feel it. It's amazing. It was amazing to watch. She had the the drumline was killer. The drumline, the marching band, killer. Oh man. Yo, she came out on this stage on this catwalk. She looked like Nefertiti. Looking like a straight up queen. I was like, God damn damn like she came out there and she she had one agenda and that was to slay everybody's lives and that's what she did joe she killed it she killed it i couldn't not even i couldn't believe it but it was like damn because it's been two years since you know since we've seen her you know she had the she had the babies last year and all that like you know she's pregnant and You know, she was supposed to perform at Coachella, I think, like, two years ago. And then she got pregnant. And then she had the babies, like, literally just last year. And now we're here. Man, look. First off, the the stage was super, super black. Everybody was black. I'm talking the drum line, the dancers. Who killed it? By the way, Melissa, my sister. Yo, Melissa, I can't wait till you are are, are doing this shit, like, for real. Because I can see you up there. With Beyonce and all those dancers, 100%. They killed it. I mean, everybody. She had, she sang the Black National Anthem. You know what I mean? Like, it couldn't get more black at this show. You have, it was literally one big HBCU homecoming halftime show. She literally had a probate on stage with with like a fraternity and like you know they had then they had like you know they had the greek letters and the greek letters said b a k cuz you know she's back which i thought was dope as shit too yo everything about this show you couldn't take your eyes off of it she went on for 2 hours and just killed it she killed it for 2 hours and she let everybody shine which I loved when I say everybody I mean the band you know the band had their thing uh the drum line had their thing and it even it even it even performed out like a homecoming like she'll leave the stage and then you'd be like all right come you know. Let's hear, you know, let's hear from the drum line. You know, they come down, they start doing their thing. Here comes the steppers. Here comes the probate. Like, it was uh, amazing. She brought back the Lay twins, you know, the two twins from uh, from France who kill the identical twins. They bodied the stage. They bo- Every time they got on that stage, it was like, damn, Lay twins, you niggas are crazy. Like, y'all are just ridiculous at what you do. It is amazing. I love watching things like this because you really get to see these people do what they love. Like, yeah, we're watching Beyonce, yeah, but everybody on this stage has a part in this. And what I liked about that is even at the end when she was done with her show, she was like, yo, thank everybody. Like, we did this. We put a lot of work into this. It wasn't like a me thing or an I thing. Nah, we did this. It was great man it was great she brought out the big old crane when she was doing drunken love like you know singing over the crowd on some michael jackson shit like it was wonderful it was wonderful at one point she uh you know they broke down the swag and the surf which is the greatest thing ever yo if there's if there's there's two songs there's two songs i believe two songs that bring black people together Two. First one classic 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 clacket Classic, classic, I said clack <laughs> classic. Juvenile, back that ass up. Black people come together when juvenile comes on. I don't care what's happening. Niggas could be arguing, and you hear that back that ass up, you're gonna be like, all right, nigga, Yo, all right, all right, we cool, we cool? Yeah, because you know the booty's about to be out there, and we about to go jump on that booty, you know what I'm saying? The other song that I think brings black people together is that Soldier Boy swag and surf, man, you can't deny that shit, when it comes on, you can't help but to wave your hands and start swagging and surfing, it was great, this is how you know Beyonce's great, this is how you know, she brought Jay-Z out on the stage, they did a, they perform you know, they performed Deja Vu, yo, the crowd didn't even, they didn't even flinch like, Jay came out, and it was just, like, another person on the on the stage. Like, niggas weren't screaming or hollering, like, oh, Jay. Like, nah, nigga. Well, not only that, niggas probably felt some type of way about him, too, because, you know, Jay cheating and all that. Niggas probably still feel some type of way. But look, that's how good Beyonce is. Beyonce is so good that Jay-Z came out on the stage, and it was just like, nigga, we don't care. We are here for B. That's what we came here for. Alright, cool. UJ, we get it. Now, bring back B. It was one of those. Yo, she had a Destiny's Child reunion on the stage. Michelle and Kelly were there. It was great. Now, let's keep it real. I'm going to keep it real with you. Look, Michelle is still a tired performer. Oh, my God. She is tired. Ooh, wee. Michelle golly you just you just did not change you didn't like like Beyonce even gave them like she gave them their center stage you know what I'm saying like she let them walk they were walking on the catwalk she let them walk in front of her you know Michelle was just always one step behind you just one step behind all the time girl always still to this day Michelle was the the most boring thing of this show and you couldn't even tell she was boring because everything was just so fucking lit. It was so lit. Oh, my God. Then, my favorite part of the show, she brought Solange on stage with her. And her and Solange had, like, a sister time. They had, like, a sister bonding moment on the stage. They were dancing. They were, like, dancing with each other. It was absolutely great because it was it was literally you like we're watching two sisters, you know, be kids again. It was wonderful it was great. Everything about this Coachella performance was great. For Beyonce to end the night the way she did, yeah. And you niggas could hate all you want. You could keep on hating, that's fine. Regardless, you niggas ain't doing what Beyonce's doing at all. You can't do what she's doing. You can't. You're not going to get on a stage and perform like at all half you niggas that be talking shit won't even get up in front of people and talk so it's like i don't don't get it like y'all can hate all you want that's fine but like man it's just getting old bro it's getting old now beyonce is good that's just how it goes you don't have to like her that's fine but you can't just constantly hate on her like she's the worst thing ever in life because she's not. Like, she's not. I mean, if she was, I would say it, but she's not. Not only that, I've seen her live. And let me tell you, she demands the stage. It's insane how her presence overtakes everyone. I mean, there was bunch of people on that stage but you cannot take your eyes off beyonce it's insane it's great she was great and i just took 10 minutes to talk about beyonce because that's how good it was it was that good i don't even think beyonce is a human i think beyonce is an alien because what that what what she just did that shit was crazy Like, that's crazy. And then, of course, all you niggas that be hating you like, man, she ain't do nothing special, blah, blah, blah. Man, y'all niggas could go. You can go kick rocks for all I care. You can go run in traffic. I don't care. I'm not worried about what y'all niggas is doing. I said what I said. You said what you said. We could agree to disagree. That's just just how it goes with Beyonce, man. Because half you niggas can't perform or do anything now. Your cardio ain't up. What you talking about? Come on, man. Like, y'all niggas is hating for no reason. Go hate on somebody that you actually know. Matter of fact, don't even hate at all. Just be like, nah, nah, I don't, I don't like it. And just leave it at that. But you gotta be like, nah, I don't like it. Then you start being like, nah, she's this and she's that, And talk about numbers and blah, blah, blah. Nigga, who cares? You don't like her. Just leave it at that. You know what I'm saying? I don't like Taylor Swift. I don't like Taylor Swift at all. And I don't talk. I don't talk shit about Taylor at all. I just leave her where she is. I'd be like, Nah, I ain't fucking with Taylor. And I just leave her over there. Why can't y'all do that with Beyonce? You can't do that with Beyonce because y'all are like fighting something in yourself. Like you wanna like her, but it's almost like you don't wanna jump on the bat. Wa- like jump on the wagon. But the thing is, there is no wagon, my nigga. If you like her, you like her. If you don't, you don't. But at the end of the day, you gotta respect what this woman's doing. You can't just hate. That's dumb. Like, stop that. You gotta respect these people, man. Because if you if if we if we could be as special and great as Beyonce, there would be no Beyonce. That's why this shit is dope. That's why you gotta pay respect to these entertainers out here. It doesn't matter what they're doing, whether it's singing, dancing, acting, stand-up, y'all ain't doing it. You're not doing it. So how can you hate on it? That's what I'm saying Not only that You have—you don't even have the guts or the balls to do that shit You can't do that But you hating on Beyonce though Beyonce performing in front of thousands and thousands of people Millions of streams at home And you just like nah It was cool It wasn't that good Nah Kelly's still better Nigga who cares about Kelly Nigga she brought Kelly out there Nigga Kelly Rowland herself would tell you Nigga what are you talking about That's why y'all niggas sound stupid that's what that's 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 what I think. I think y'all are silly. Cause you just like like you're like blatantly hating on Beyonce. For like no like 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 you have all your all your lot li- all your reasons are dumb. That's why I can't take you niggas serious. That's why I laugh at y'all. It's like you don't like her cause she's because everybody likes her? That's dumb, nigga. You don't like her cause she thinks she can't sing that good? Okay, that's fine. But like she actually can sing that good. That's cool. But like Come on, bruh. You don't like her because everybody else likes her? Get the fuck out of here, man. Anyway, I this is how this is how important Beyonce is. My birthday was this weekend. I didn't even tell you about that first. I told you about Beyonce first, nigga. You serious? For real? My birthday. My birthday. And it was a big birthday too. I turned 30, my nigga. I'm I got, like we in 30 now, you know, like Jay Z say. is the new 20, nigga. I'm here. And I'm ready too, and it feels good. It feels really good. The sun you know, uh spring is finally here, you know, it broke uh weather wise, although today it's fucking 40 degrees outside. I don't know what that is. Spring, you better figure your shit out, my nigga. Because like I was it was eighty two degrees on Friday on my birthday. Like, what is happening? And then it was seventy five on Saturday. So what is going on? are you here spring, or are you not, like, what is happening, there can't be an in-between anymore, either you're here, or you're not, but my birthday was this weekend, yes, it was good, it was good, it was dope, uh, turned 30, I didn't do much, um, you know, I try to, I try to, I try to get the gang together, um, you know, try to get people to come out here, to come see me, uh, and chill for the birthday, but, you know, life, life happens, and things happen, and, People, people can't make it. That's just how it goes. But the most important person in my life, he always comes through every single time. It doesn't matter what it is. My brother, Jordan Barrow, it don't, it don't matter. He come through every time, every time. So he came through. Um, his best friend, Adrian, who basically my brother, he came through and it was dope that they were there. We went to Barcade. My cousin Erica and Asia, they came through. So that was cool. So I was around family, you know? And that was nice. Um, Jersey City was cool. You know, late night pizza, things like that. It was dope. I I enjoyed myself. I had fun. Um, It was very chill. Barcade is a cool spot for real. Um, You know, from the Ninja Turtles to the Rampage to that Pac-Man, that Pac-Man battle, that battle Pac-Man shit. Nigga, that shit is fun that is a good one, okay, that's a good one, I'll go back just to play that Pac-Man over and over, that was dope, but it was good, beer was good, it was a good night, I had fun, I'm 30 now, so I'm ready, I mean, I do this every week, I'm really, you know, you, you guys know what I do at this point, you know I do this podcast, you know I do my stand-up, even if you haven't seen it, you are aware that i do it um and i'm going to i'm going to be making you know it's, it i'm going to make i'm going to making some moves now that's what's going to happen got a new phone you know uh, i got that iphone 8 now so i'm different i got 256 gigs of memory so i'm different so things are going to get interesting uh come summertime it's going to get interesting cuz i'm ready i'm definitely ready and i know that i'm made i'm meant to do this you know what i'm saying like I'm meant for this. I'm made for this. And I can't wait to do it. I can't wait to really really start pursuing cuz I'm I I feel like I I feel like I haven't even gotten started and yet this is episode 16. And like I still feel like I got to keep going. I got to go harder. I got to go harder. We'll get there though. Everything everything in moderation when the time is right, I'll know. Having said that, What do you say we get into this week, right? Let's get into it. All right, 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 all right. Spoilers this week. Okay, so I took a little bit of time for this one. Not even I took a little bit of time. I just, I forgot to talk about it. TBS has a new show with uh, Tracy Morgan. It's called The Last OG. It's very good. (laughs) It's really good. It's two episodes in. Uh, Jordan Peele is uh i believe he is a director for it i don't don't quote me on that i don't know i didn't look it up but jordan peele has his hand in this it's a very it's a dope story tiffany haddish is in it which is great um one of my favorite uh stand-up comedians right now of like you know Doing doing what I do, but he's doing it on a on a higher scale. I'm trying to do it on the scale that he's doing it at. Derek Gaines, he's on the show, which is great. And a lot of the scenes are improv. You can tell by the way they are; they're improv. And when I and when I looked it up, um, Jordan Peele actually says that he suggests, um, not even not even suggests, he encourages that the people use improv. Cedric the Entertainer's also in it. Story is it goes like this: Tracy and uh Tracy Morgan and Tiffany. They used to be together. Tracy was out in the streets, moving, doing his thing. Got caught up in some dumb shit. Got locked up for like, I don't know, like 15 years or something like that, I believe. Something, something. It was a long time. And when he comes home everything's different like you know he got to go he got to go to a you know he's in a halfway house that's where uh Cedric the Entertainer and Derek Gaines and all those characters that's where they come in so he got to get a job and all that but he's trying to get back with Tiffany who's his woman and Tiffany got this new dude new life like all this new like like just it's just new everything for her and he's like yo like I'm trying to get you back so it's basically him trying to like adjust to getting back to uh Normal life, uh, back to a community, and also trying to get back at his girl. He finally met his, you know, he meets his kids, like, you know, because they had kids, all that. So it's really, it's really, really good. I, I enjoy it. It's very funny. It's good to see Tracy Morgan back on TV. It really is. I've like, I don't know about Jaw, but I thought he was out of here when he got in that uh, that car accident a few years ago with, the, you know, with the Walmart truck. I thought that nigga was out of here, man. I really did, but. God got another plan for him, and he's doing great, and it shows, and it's awesome, so check that out, because TBS is on the rise, for real, TV-wise, TBS TBS is it, because they also got another show on there called Search Party, which is also very good, like very funny, and they also got another show on there called uh, Vacation. I believe it's called Vacation or something, but it's a funny it's like a it's like a hangover it's like a hangover style of comedy. It's very, very good. It's really, really funny. So check that out. All right. Netflix this week. Let's see. Oh, Seth Rogen has he actually got a cool it's pretty cool. So he has a special called Hilarity for Charity. Seth Rogen. And it's a it's a charity event. On Netflix which I thought was cool I believe they filmed it maybe like a month ago or a few weeks ago because um and it, it was it was it was it was a mix of everything so they do the charity they had like it was it was it was it's very it's actually really cool so they do this charity he have been doing this event with his with his wife for six years and they do it for uh they're they're raising money for Alzheimer's and his wife's mom had alzheimer's and you know she passed away and just from that seeing what they went through all that i don't know if you all have somebody with alzheimer's or you know somebody but the shit is fucked up it's bad but that's what the charity is and they put it on the netflix and it was it's when you think about it it's actually pretty smart to put it on the netflix and put the thing up and you know get some money that way it's pretty dope and michael che was in it michael che did stand up so he had stand up and then they had like Little sketches in between, and then they had, like you know, they had a they had a performance by Post Malone at the end. Um, Craig Robinson's uh, house band played the music all night. It's not long; it's like an hour and ten minutes. Tiffany Haddish was on; she did stand up for a quick minute. It was very, very good, and it's a it's for a good cause. So check it out, cause I I enjoyed it. It was good. Seth Rogen, you know, there's there's I'm not gonna lie, there's a joke in the beginning um that doesn't it doesn't land at all in my opinion it it just doesn't land but it, it, if if you watch it you'll see what i'm saying check it out netflix also put up another one well this actually isn't a netflix movie but it is a uh, you know it's a movie that's on netflix um honey honey rise up and dance it's actually starring tiana taylor that's why i watched it dancing wise good movie good movie tiana is uh, she's a dancer and she's trying to you know get on with uh with the big team and being a video and all this fun like it's 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 a simple it's a simple movie but the acting's not too great and that's because the script is weak that's just what it is but the dancing and the music it hits it really does it's good like it's it wasn't bad. It's definitely a movie you could watch and be like, all right, like one of those things. But if you want to check it out, check it out. Tiana Taylor looks good. The whole movie should look good. So that's a, that's a reason to check it out, if anything. <laughs> all right. So let's see. Um, I mean, I was busy this week, so I didn't really watch a lot. But I watched enough. There's another Netflix movie I watched called Come Sunday, and it's starring Chiwetel Uephorb. Now, what's interesting about this one is based on a true story about this guy. His name is Carl Pearson, and Carl Pearson is a—he's a preacher. Uh, back in like back in like the 90s, early 90s, and he was on the up. He was on the come up. He uh, preached out in um, what is it? What is it? Uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's where he preached out of, and he was one of those. He he basically got um, he got ostracized from his church. Because what happened was, so like I said, this, this, you know, came out, this, 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 this start, this, the whole story is, it's based on the, it's, it came, you know, it started in the 90s. So in the movie, Rwanda is happening. I think, I believe Rwanda was 94. So Rwanda is happening in the movie. And he, you know, he's, you know, he's sad, he's bent out of shape about it. And he goes to church the next day And he's talking about it to the, you know, talking about this congregation Like, he had a big church Like, he, like, he, like, this dude was good And not only that, like, he was one of them suave motherfuckers You know what I'm saying? So, like, the women liked him, you know, all that Like, I'm sure some women was, was, was was trying to sin with that nigga Most definitely (laughs) And the guy, Tell Uofor, he kind of looked like Carlton Pearson Which I thought was cool as well So he goes to church the next day Or on Sunday, he goes to church And he's talking to his congregation and he's telling his congregation that, um, the people who died in Hotel Rwanda, not even, not even Hotel Rwanda. I'm over here talking about Hotel Rwanda, the movie, the people who were dying, you know, the people who died and lost their lives over there in Rwanda. He's saying that, uh, they were going to be, they were going to not, 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 not to say they were, they were like, they were going to go to heaven, but he's saying they're going to be okay even if they're not saved, because God told him that, like, you know, God told him, uh, you know, told him that he, you know, told him, God said he spoke to him, and this is what God said to him, he said, look, even if you're not saved, you know, I still, you know, I still, I still accept you, like those type of things, and the congregation was like, what the fuck are you talking about, what do you mean? Because basically, what he's saying is there's no hell. That's what he's saying. Because if you're not, you know, if, if if you're not saved, you're saying you can go to heaven even if you're not saved. That's what's happening. And these people were like, "What?" Now he had a mix. He had a he had a night. He had a solid uh, a solid congregation. He had a mix. You know, white, black. He had them all. And they were like, "No." No, that's not, that's not right. That's not what God said. God did not say that. You're talking, you know, you're speaking about, you know, you're doing the devil's work. The devil told you to say this and blah, blah, blah. And it's basically all about his, almost, basically, not not, not a fallout, but it almost was like a fallout. I mean, like his half his church left him like his his whole squad they left him they were like yo we've been with you for 20 years but i just cannot i don't agree with that i don't agree with what you're talking about no and they left him and like you know he had his wife and he had like another like another pastor friend who like put him on he was like you know known but even him was like no like my dude I don't think God told you to say this. I think that was the devil telling you this. And he's like, yo, you all are fucking crazy. Cause like God told me this and I'm like, I'm in tune with God. It shouldn't, it shouldn't matter who you are or what you do. If you know who God is and you are one with God, what is the problem? And that's what he's getting at. And basically now to this day, I mean, he still preaches and everything to this day. He has a new church, he has a new following and all of that, but It was interesting because a lot of churches now they kind of they're kind of like him you know what i'm saying like look at carl lentz i don't know if you all know carl lentz look at carl lentz out there at the uh with the hillsong church this man be wearing air maxes and 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 preaching like that like this is like he's trying to he's trying to show you that he's one of you you know he's one of us as well and i like it because that style of preaching is very popular now because Yo, it shouldn't it shouldn't matter what I'm do like, you know, gay, transgender, doesn't matter. What I'm doing, if I know if I know God and I know that God loves me, who are you to tell me that I'm going to hell? Who are you to say that? Why? Because you read the Bible or you read the Quran and it says that in the Bible, so you're gonna like do that and follow that? Nah, man. What, like why are you why are you following this religion so like like stop that? I get I understand. Look, religion is finicky. Religion is finicky. I'm not sitting here talking about religion with you motherfuckers. Like that's not what we do here. It's not what I do here. I'm just saying this dude Carlton Pearson, he was dope. Uh what he what, what his message says, you know, which is basically love is love is love is love, that's dope. I'm not here for the for the peace for the pastors who were talking about, nah, you know, we're going to hell because you're like this or you're like this and God didn't make you that way and blah, 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 blah. You don't yo, know, if I know God, what are you telling me? If I know God in my heart, the fuck are you talking about, bro? That's all I'm saying. So check it out. Come Sunday. It may not be your top, you know, your cup of tea. Maybe you don't like religion things and stuff like that. I don't know. But I liked it. I liked it a lot. So check it out. Flint Town. Flint Town is a Netflix show. It's a new series. And it's basically all about Flint, Michigan. And I think everybody should watch it because I didn't even know about Flint, Michigan until uh, the water crisis and things like that. Then again, I knew about Flint, Michigan because one of my, you know, a a rapper I listen to, his name is John Connor. He signed over there with Dr. Dre. He's from Flint. So I heard him talk about Flint, but I never like, you know, I I, I don't I don't know about Flint. Yo, Flint is crazy. Flint, Michigan is crazy. And not only that, this documentary came out, you know, this year. They still have no they still have no clean water. Like still. It's been four years. They still have no water. It's nuts. Mind you, this series is not even about the water. It's just about the police in the town of Flint and what they do and like the you know the uh, the um the you know the force over there you know they're low on people and all that like it's just it's, it's it's just a series showing this town of Michigan but let me tell you something man it's very crazy over there and it's still crazy and they still have no water so what the fuck is happening like that's nuts check it out check it out and educate yourselves that's what i'll say to that one check it out and educate yourselves period lastly i went to the movies this weekend and i went to go see a quiet place all right okay 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 um okay first things first i don't really do the horror movie thing too much i don't do it i just don't i don't i don't i don't do it now I went to go see this movie because, you know, I just finished The Office the other week. Uh, not even the other week. This is uh, just last weekend um, for like the eighth time through. I've watched The Office so many times through. It's this such a, what a great show. Like, are you kidding me? What a great show. But anyway, one of my favorite characters on the show, his name is Jim. John Krasinski is his name. He was in this movie. Now, what I found out further doing my research on this movie, which is why I went to go see it, is he directed the movie, which I thought was dope. I didn't know that he directed it. He directed the movie, and he also wrote the screenplay. So this is like his movie, and I'm like, all right, word. I'm going to go see Quiet Place now, definitely. All right, first things first. First things first. Um, This movie is literally quiet. It it was bugging me out how quiet this movie was, okay? Okay. I was, I was, I was freaking out a little bit. Like, why is it so quiet in this movie? And I'm, you know, I'm black. I can't be going to the movie theaters in silence. Like, my nigga, say something, say something, do something. What is happening? Like, what, like, scream something. What? <laughs> the story was simple. You know, uh, the one, the one character, she actually was deaf. I don't think the other two, uh the other people, uh, the, the, uh, the son, and then the parents they weren't deaf but the daughter was deaf she was deaf now they live in the woods um i'm not exactly sure what is out there in the woods but they can't make any noise like they can't make any noise so they're walking around you know like and like and like they do things they do stuff but they gotta they have to constantly have um, this bag, I think it's like a bag of sand. They were walking on. They walk on the sand, and that's how you know. That's how the. That's how these creatures can't hear you. It's pretty interesting. It's boring. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's a boring movie. It's boring because it's quiet as shit. The movie's quiet. Like things happen. Don't get me wrong. Things happen. I wasn't really jumping that much. I thought I was gonna be jumping and stuff. I wasn't doing all that. Like it wasn't like this terrifying movie. Um, but it was interesting, it was interesting to see this play out, because these people were so quiet, the whole time they filmed this movie, they were quiet, I mean, you could hear them scream and stuff like that sometimes, but they were quiet, they were quiet, and it was fucking me up, I was like, nigga, will you say something, somebody scream, talk, something, but I know they can't do that, because if you do that, you get eaten, but damn, nigga, ooh-wee. Black people could not be in this movie at all. I'll tell you that right now. We couldn't be in it. It wouldn't happen. It just wouldn't. We are too loud of people. I'm talking like they weren't talking. They were everything was sign language, everything. Yo, black people... I'm like like if we if we if you give me some time you give me some time I'll learn some sign language yeah but if I'm in a bind like that hell like nah nigga nah 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 that's way too quiet N- shit keep it real black people make all the noise in the world and go fuck these creatures up keep it a thousand which I'd be like fuck all that man I'm about to shoot these niggas you got me fucked up like nah <laughs> Need, like what I'm not running from you nigga like nah nah I'm gonna talk I'm gonna say what I want to say fuck out of here would I recommend it? I'm not gonna lie. I would recommend it. It was pretty cool. The uh, and it's not long either, which I liked. It's a it's a short movie, only like 90 minutes. But it was pretty dope. I think it, I think I recommend it because I've never seen a movie where literally people are quiet. Like these. It was yo. I thought the movie was broken, man. I was like, what the, like what like yo, what's happening? Say something. Was what? Then I had to revert back, and I was like, oh a quiet place, makes sense, (laughs) (laughs) all right, that is the spoilers this week, you already know, let's just get right into the news, okay, Black Milk will be going on tour this summer, you already know, Black Milk returned after that three-year hiatus with uh, the album Fever, which if you haven't listened to it, go check it out, because it's very good, uh, it's only right that he goes on tour now, and it's kicking off on May twelfth in Italy, which I think is pretty cool, and it's going to end on June thirtieth in Vegas. And I think he's doing a little—he's uh, doing a few shows over there overseas, Barcelona, Paris. So that's pretty dope. I think that's going to be cool. Ray Shrem. And future, they will be headlining the uh the 2018 Billboard Hot Hundred Music Festival, which would be cool. It's gonna be in Long Island, uh, New York, August 18th to the 19th. So that should be cool. I think I I mean I I am not gonna lie, I might I might want to try to go. French Montana's gonna be there. Jack Keese, Machine Gun Kelly, uh JID, they Justine Sky, Rich the Kid. Like it could be it could be a cool show. You never know, it could be cool. Q-Tip will be teaching at NYU's Clive Davis uh, Institute of Recorded Music in the Tisch School of the Arts. Yeah, Q-Tip's about to be a teacher. Alongside journalist Ashley Kahn, they are gonna be exploring the underappreciated connections between uh, jazz and hip hop and combine the two with historical and social perspectives. Which I think is pretty fucking amazing, cause I don't think people realize how dope and amazing hip hop is. Not only that, how cultured and how much history is in hip hop. They just don't. It's gonna be a sev- It's a seven class curriculum, which I think is pretty dope. So this is cool for Q Tip because I don't know if y'all know. I mean, I'm such a I'm such a big I'm such a fucking nerd. I'm a nerd, and also Little Brothers my favorite. They're my favorite rap group. So Ninth Wonder has been teaching at Duke College. For like the last 12 years or so he's been teaching hip-hop at duke so it's cool that q-tip is doing this now like getting into that wave because ninth wonder literally has a class at duke university right now and it's all about hip-hop you can look it up like you can like i legit want to go to i i I, I want to take the class like you make beats everything teach you like like you talk about the history the jazz all of that it's basically this class uh only 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 it's ninth wonder and it's at duke so look it up if you don't believe me because he's been doing that like like i said for about 12 years now he's been teaching so salute to q-tip because i would love to take this class like are you kidding me this is a class for me bruh i would love this shit. bt bt's making a comeback i'm not even gonna lie to you man bt is really trying to make some shit happen right now so they are going to be rebooting uh boomerang the movie Boomerang, Eddie Murphy, Halle Berry, you know, that one, David Allen Greer, uh, Martin Lawrence, you know, that one, yeah, that one. They're rebooting it as a series, which I think is pretty dope, because it could be a cool series. So the movie came out in 92, which I, I mean, obviously I know, because it's one of my favorites, um... And this is gonna add to the uh, recent success that BET's been having with all their other scripted shows that they're doing. Cause, like I said, BET's trying to make a comeback right now. Like, and not only that, their shows are good. Like, is is, is actually really good. So, this show, this Boomerang, is gonna be a ten. It's gonna be a ten episodes uh, series, and it's gonna be sticking to the original premise of the movie, which I think is dope. Cause the original premise of the movie was awesome. I don't know if you all seen it, but. You know, Eddie Murphy, you know, big time playboy out here, salesman, doing his thing, gets all the ladies, does what he does, and then he meets one that basically is his match and he don't know how to he don't know how to deal with it. And it's awesome to watch though. Very cool. And uh let's see, they also have they have they have two more series that are coming out on BT as well. So Will Packer has one that's coming out. Um it's called Peachtree Place. That's gonna be a comedy and then they also have another one coming out, it's called American Soul, and that's going to be about um, Don Cornelius, which I think is going to be a dope-ass series, because I don't know anything about Don Cornelius, that would be cool to see that though, right? BET's doing their thing, man, for real. Ah, Mariah Carey, she revealed this week that she's been silently battling bipolar 2 disorder for years which i don't think anybody knew i had no idea nobody knew and she was diagnosed in 2001 which means for 17 years she has been in she's been she's been dealing with this for 17 years and everything about her now everything even the funny shit like now you gotta sit back and look at it like damn because yo bipolar is real life it's serious I don't wish that on anybody, and that's very hard to deal with. And she's been dealing with it for 17 years, which is wild. Apparently, she's reportedly been going uh, currently in therapy and, you know, taking medication and all that. So, uh, like, just, yo, just pray for Mariah Carey, man. I hope she's good out here, like, for real. I, I, I had no idea that that was happening, so pray for her. Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks is gonna be making a Life Size 2 movie, yeah, uh, if you know about the original Life Size movie, um, Tyra Banks, Lindsay Lohan, Tyra Banks is a supermodel, well not a supermodel, She was a Barbie and she came to life, it's a dope movie, I'm not even gonna front, it's a dope movie yo, fuck what y'all niggas say, <laughs> but anyway, Lindsay Lohan says that she is down to do Life Size 2, so... Tyra is gonna be uh is gonna be coming in and Tyra's actually gonna be uh producing the se- uh the sequel as well. And the script is currently being written, so let's see what happens, man. Tyra said she wanted a role for Lindsay, not like she wanted like a little cameo thing, like she wanted Lindsay to be in the movie, like for a little bit. So we'll see what happens. Toy Story 4 is officially coming, which I'm excited about because Toy Story is a shit. Like, what's wrong with you? It's the best. <laughs> And it's gonna be completely separate from the films, which I think is a good idea for them because like, you know, we, you, like we can't just keep watching Andy this whole time. like we gotta like give us something else. So this film is gonna focus uh, more on the love story between Bo Peep and Woody because I don't know if y'all remember in Toy Story 2, I believe, they got separated. Um, Bo Peep and Booty, they got separated. So, you know, he was trying to look for her and shit in uh, in Toy Story 3. So, they're gonna be reunited and they're probably gonna, you know, go fall in love and shit. It's gonna be good, it's gonna be cute. I'm look, I'm here, I'm here for all that shit. Toy Story is my shit. So, Toy Story 4, come on with it, my nigga. I'm here. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. FBI raised the office of Trump's lawyer, Michael Cohen. Yeah, that happened this week. Yep. I don't know what's gonna happen of it, but we'll see. They seized lots of records, including uh, a $130,000 payment that he wrote to Stormy Daniels, you know, emails and tax documents and business documents. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. I don't know. I just hope something happens of it, but I doubt that will happen. Who knows? Anyway, Chance the Rapper will be... uh, Delivering the commencement speech at Dillard University, which I think is great for him because Chance is awesome. Chance is great. Chance is for the people. Chance is like a superhero, bro. I love that guy. And the university's president spoke very highly of Chance, too, which I think is good for him. And he's going to be addressing more than 200 students at this thing. And that's 200 students who want to hear him speak, which I also think is dope because, you know... Niggas ain't going to listen to the guy. You know, they're not going to listen to everybody. That's just how it goes. Niggas aren't going to listen to everybody. But we'll listen to Chance. So that's May 12th for him. I'm looking forward to that for Chance. Okay. National Geographic is in development for a new series based based on the movie Hidden Figures. Which will be awesome? Are you kidding me? That's a big move for National Geographic too, because they're trying to push for more scripted shows. Because I don't know if you listen, if you if you if you really listen, you know that a few weeks ago I said that National Geographic is going to be putting out um a show, a Silicon Valley style show. Uh, so they're I mean they're 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 you know watch National Geographic really make like really make some noise this year for real. Like, for real. I'm here for this Hidden Figures. Like, it was such a, like, you know, this is a great, like, this is a great, it's a great play. Like, this is, this dope to make a series about that? Hell yeah. And, 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 and fucking Hidden Figures was a success. Like, yeah, it's cool. Like, that's dope for me. I'm, I'm here for it. Currency and Harry Fraud, they have announced officially the Marina EP, which I cannot wait for. I cannot wait. Oh my God! Like I can't wait. They released the release date. I think it's May 30th. I believe I didn't write it down, but I'm just going from memory. I definitely believe it's May 30th. Yo, currency has so much going on this year. It is insane. So he got he got the project that he got with with well with Static Selector. Then he got the project that he's doing with Don Cannon. Then he got the project he's gonna do with Freddie Gibbs. Then he got the project he's going to do with Wiz Khalifa. God willing, that comes out. Then he got the project he's going to be doing with Big Crit. Like, and now he got the project he's doing with Harry Fraud. Like, this guy doesn't stop. And I love it. He just doesn't quit. He doesn't stop, yo. It's crazy. But this week, anyway, he reviewed a new track. So, salute to him, man. I am I am a currency fan. I am a fan. So, I'm here for all of it. Okay, T.I. will be the executive producer of a new competition show called The Grand Hustle. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, he created um, basically it's 16 business-minded men and women, and they will compete for a position uh, and a six-figure salary in his empire, uh, you know, Grand Hustle. So basically, T.I. is trying to get his Trump on, pretty much that's what he's doing he's getting his Donald Trump on and I'm li- I'm not gonna lie I'm here for it T.I. is dope I think I think it'd be a cool show I think it uh, you know it's an, not necessarily a, it's not and that's necessarily a uh, an original concept but I believe that he will do it he will do it justice for sure so I'm 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 here for it I'm ready T.I. salute to you you're still getting that TV money I can't be mad at it lastly 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 Meek Mill had a rare interview this week. He had a rare interview, uh, had a phone interview, actually. Um, And he was, uh, you know, free Meek. That's all I can say to that, man. Free Meek. He seemed like he was doing well, uh, from what I heard. And he, you know, on the interview, he seemed like he was doing okay. And uh, he actually gave this interview to uh, NBC News, which I also think is like, what? so yeah he gave it to nbc news yeah I, I believe he i forgot who he i forgot who he spoke uh Lester, lester holt that's who he spoke to spoke to him on the phone nbc news and he uh yeah man like he talked about his whole shit i mean he'd been on probation uh like what 10 years i think he'd been on probation now like this is wild man the story is just crazy, like, this, yo, Meek is really in there for, like, for, like, like, basically nothing, like, it's, it's wild, so, Free Meek, the interview's not long, if you want to look it up, it's, like, five minutes, it's not, like, it's nothing, but I think you should look it up, it's pretty good, and, you know, Free Meek, I can't, I, I, I mean, I can't, I can't stress it enough, he really is, like, in there, it's, it's, it's sad, anyway, that is the news this week. So let's just go right back into it. Let's go into the singles this week. All right, Joey Badass, he finally dropped this song, and I'm so happy he did. So he's been performing this song called "Pull Up," um, which all which features ASAP uh, Rocky, ASAP Ferg. So he's been performing this song for like the past maybe the past month at his shows. It's called "Pull Up," and it sounds so crazy at the shows. Like when the like you know when the crowd's saying it and everything. And he finally put it out. Yo, this song is so hard. It is such a hard song. I absolutely love it. It is great. So Joey Badass, check that out for sure. Jonah Cruz dropped "Black Man." pretty self-explanatory what that one's about (laughs) you got world's fair world's fair is actually a group um it's a six-man group i believe they're from brooklyn and they're actually making a comeback right now so they got the song they dropped a song called win four and it's very good check that out like definitely check it out alan kingdom who um i just i love this nigga alan kingdom dropped two songs this week he dropped game over which is hard and he also dropped um gorgeous which is also hard like it's like yo alan is doing his thing bro he's doing his thing and i like what he's doing i really do smoke dizza smoke dizza dropped uh the hookup which is going to be on his album coming out uh next week on 420 a so he dropped his uh the hookup featuring dom kennedy and kaz shit is hard it's I'll be talking about Smoke Dizzy next week. That's all I'm going to say to that. <laughs> Boss. Bossy, baby. Bossy is back. Boss is back. He dropped a song called Pinball 2 featuring Corey C, which I seriously think Corey C is going to be the next Dreamville signee. Either him or Child is Major. One of the two. I'm telling you. I'm just, I'm just, look. I'm, wa- I've been peeping game for a minute now. Okay. Corey C is going to get signed. Watch. Anyway pinball super dope boss is back like boss not even that boss went anywhere you know it's only been two years since uh you know since um since too high to riot so you know it's it's it, it is what it is but this man is de he definitely got something in store like a great album is in store for us this year and i can't wait 50 cent dropped crazy featuring pmb rock it's actually really good it's a it's a it's a real song so check that out we got a few freestyles this week a few who run it freestyles you know they're doing a who run it now uh 21 savage got his who run it freestyle which is actually really dope and then juicy j who knows why he dropped the freestyle over over the song that he was already on but (laughs) he dropped the freestyle over it it was good it's actually good too Kr Kr dropped O to uh MMRM which stands for Method Man and Red Man and the uh the beat that he used they flipped like they flipped uh doing, microphone checker, you know the blackout song you know what I'm talking about if you know Method Man and red man, you know what I'm talking about. It's a great it's a it's, it's dope though the way they did it is dope. Dave East. Dropped Blue Hundreds featuring Votto. Yo, Votto's about to about to make real noise. And that's all I'm gonna say to that. Like, pay attention to Votto. Like, pay attention for real. Zane. Tch. My nigga Zane. <laughs> My nigga Zane is back and he is doing his thing. Zane dropped a song this week. He dropped a song called Let Me and Nigga. He is not playing. Zane about to make some real noise this year. It's been two years since we had his album, too. So I'm ready, my nigga. I'm here. I'm ready. Let's get it. Sway Lee. Yo, y'all better pay attention to Sway Lee, for real. He dropped a song called Guatemala. <laughs> Shit is good. <laughs> it's really, really good, man. Like, yo, check that. Yo, Sway Lee is up next, like, for real. Only other person that will agree with me on that is my homie Dallas. What up to Dallas? Gallant, Gallant dropped Gentleman very good song, very good song, video's cool, but the song, yo, this nigga Gallant, man, he be singing, I can't wait, it's been two years since we had an album from him too, so, yo, we're due right now, niggas is cooking, that's all I will say to that, uh, Carl Scrubby, or uh, Carl, God damn it, Carl Scrubby, that's his name, Dropped a song called Do or Die featuring Redman, Redman Blacked, that's all you need to know. Just check it out. I believe I put that in the playlist too. Um, The playlist is on SoundCloud, so check that out. It's very good. Andy Minio. Andy Minio dropped uh, the You Can't Stop Me, uh, the remix featuring Messiah, because uh, his song You Can't Stop Me this week, his song You Can't Stop Me went gold, which is dope for him, um, being that he is a Christian artist also being that, you know, they didn't play that song on the radio and shit like that. That's just, that's just, that that's just, that's just people fucking with him, you know? So that's good for him. I, I'm i I'm an Andy Mineo fan. You can check that out as well. 6 9 ine dropped Gotti. It's actually pretty dope. Uh, you know, I'm not sure what he's doing right now. Um, I just hope he, I just hope he gets his GED and he gets his shit together. Honestly, <laughs> Amber Mark dropped Love Me Right. It's it's uh, it's self-explanatory. Definitely, definitely love her right, for sure. Jero, <laughs> Jero, my nigga. Dropped Multi. Shit is good. It's one of my favorites from the week, actually, is is Jero. God Body Wadi dropped Ting, which I love. Russ dropped Since I Was Broke, which is also verse of the week. So I'm going to read that one to you later because it's, it's a real one. I love it a lot. Russ is so good. We like He's one of them artists, when you listen to him, you just get inspired. Like I, I, I got a, I got a whole playlist of just all the songs that Russ has dropped in like the last three years since he like really started getting on. And man, let me tell you, like when you really sit back and listen to this guy Russ, yo, this dude Russ is so pot. Like he's like not even polished. It's just he is really, really positive, and it's really dope how he flips the words and like it's just it's. Listen to Russ, yo. Russ is really, really talented. So check that out. Marion Hill dropped Wish You Would. I cannot wait for this fucking, I can't wait for this album. Like, are you kidding me? Callie Roddy dropped a song called Cake. It's actually very good. Dirty Sanchez, that's part of, you know, pro era. That's pro era stuff right there. Rep, 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 gang, 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 you know. Heavy Thinker, very good song as well. Royce Da 5'9", drop Stay Woke. And let me tell you guys, we all need to be prepared for Royce Da 5'9's album. Like, for real. Like, Prime 2 is one thing. That's one thing. And by the way, I'm still playing Prime 2 because it's just so fucking raw. But this Royce Da 5'9 album that he's about to drop, this Life of Brian, nigga. Be prepared, bruh. Stay woke. That's what he trying to tell you in the song, like for real. Nigga, don't sleep. Like stay woke. <laughs> oh my God. He about to kill the fucking game. Chris Rivers dropped uh You the Man. Very good song. He is just so dope. I'm looking forward to his next album. Um I honestly wish that his that his dad was here to see him uh shine the way he's shining. But, you know, let's face it, Big Pun was on some fucked up shit a little bit, so Hey. <laughs> freddie gibbs dropped color uh drop colors i said color drop colors featuring g Perco and uh and mozzie it's actually really dope you know they're talking you know got gang shit that color shit it's it's actually really dope though so check it out bj the chicago kid dropped a uh a remix uh not a remix a cover of come and talk to me featuring roe james and they dropped it together because they're actually going on tour together too this year i think they're doing like an eight it's like a it's like an eight show tour but yo listen to this because they actually did a really good job with the cover like a really good job so check that out dave east also dropped it's complicated which is a very good one he did it over the uh the Wale beat, that Wale, you know, the you know this complicated beat. Yeah, that joint. Did it over that. And then we got Fendi, Fendi P, who is down with uh, Jet Life. Jet Life, you know, currency, that over there. He got a song called Whip My Left featuring Lil Wayne. It's really, really dope. Like, it's very good. All right, I'm going to get into it now because you know I'm going to do it. You know I'm going to do it. You know I'm going to do, you know do, you know do it. You know it. Nicki Minaj. Whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before I even do that, let me tell you the one last song that I actually did enjoy this week before we go into that. My man Alan Stone is back, and he about to make real noise. Drop the song called Brown Eyed Lover, and my nigga is singing. That's all you need to know. Alan is singing. That white boy R&B? Oh, yeah. Listen to it. The boy is good. The boy is so good. Stop stop faking listen to that song listen to it oh man brown eye lover he's talking that shit okay now that we got that out the way Nicki Minaj dropped two songs this week it's been like months since we heard from her you know Cardi B dropped the album last week so you know naturally she want to do something like that okay cool I get it fine fine cool all right so she dropped Chun-Li and she also dropped uh, Barbie Tings. Now, Chun Lee got like they got now, first off, both beats, pr- production on both of them, hard. Both of them, great. I like production from both from both of them. Wonderful. Nikki is doing nothing special on these songs at all. She's doing exactly what she does all the time. She's just do like she's just being her like she's being her, which is fine. But First off, I'm not a fan of Nicki Minaj. Never have been. I just I don't I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And see, that's the difference between my hate, not even hate. My dis. I don't like Nicki. I don't listen to Nicki at all. You niggas don't like Beyonce, and yet you be watching her. And you watch the videos, and then you hate. And that's dumb. I literally listened to Nicki. Technically this week, these Nicki Minaj songs are for the culture. Because I don't fuck with Nicki. So this is my for the culture this week. We'll put it in now. That's what we'll do. Because I don't like these songs. Period. There's nothing special about these songs. At all. They are the same. The same flow. It's, you know, same rhyme schemes. There's nothing special here. I don't care. That is what this is, Nicki Minaj. I don't care. Do I recommend you all listen to the songs? You listen to them if you want to. You know what I'm saying? That's fine. I don't recommend them, though, nah. I would I would skip them because they're that, that, that's skip-worthy. Both of them. Not like, oh, that one's better. Nah, they both suck. I don't like either one of them. Sorry, guys. I don't like them. You know? I don't care how bad she looked on the cover of Chun-Li. I don't care. I don't care. The song sucks. That's what I think. Barbie Ting's sucks. I don't care what you niggas think. It sucks, and I don't listen. and And, and after I listened to that one to that one time, I, I I deleted them off my phone. You better believe that they are not here. They're they are gone. I don't have any Nicki Minaj on my phone unless she's on a song. And even when she's on a song, I skip her. I skip the song when she comes on. Like Monster, nah, nah. I skipped that shit. That's just how I am. When it comes to Nikki, I don't I don't care, man. I don't care. And you could tell me all day long, like, oh she blah 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 and blah 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 blah. Oh you don't. I don't care, my nigga. That's what I'm saying. I don't care. I'm on some LeKay 47, Rhapsody, Cardi B type shit. You know what I mean? I'm on that Queen Herbie type shit. Like, I don't give a fuck about Nicki Minaj, I never have, and these two songs did nothing for me, they didn't do anything for me, maybe they'll do something for you, but for me, shit was trash, B, sorry, it's trash, both of them, she did nothing special on these songs, it's the same Nicki Minaj we all know, which is fine, but like, where's the growth Nicki? I don't care about your record sales and all that. That's fine. That's great. We get it. You're good. I get it. You're the you know, you're the you know, queen of hip hop. I don't think so. But that's what they call you. Right, cool. You sound the same. I don't care. You sound the same. It's nothing special to you. Simple as that. What are you doing special? Nothing. So boom. So there go my of culture this week, and that's the last of the singles this week. So let's get into the videos. Bum ba bang bang bang. <laughs> Juicy J dropped the "Working for a Video." It's actually an ode to all independent women, and it's very good because you know it's a lot of ass in this video, a lot of ass, a lot of a lot of twerking, and you know it's for a good cause. You know you're twerking cause you cause you're independent and you got your own stuff. That's why you're twerking. And I like that. Twerk for a good cause. Don't just twerk to twerk. Twerk because you can. Because you know your bills is paid. And you know you're on time with everything. And you know that you got a job. That's why you twerk. You don't twerk just because, bitch. Don't do that. Naya. She dropped constantly dissatisfied with uh, featuring Galant. Video is very good. It's... uh. I mean, it really brings it really brings the song to life because the song is about a relationship gone bad. This you know, this woman is just not satisfied in a relationship no more. She's just it's 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 constantly happening. And the way that the video played it out, they did a very good job with it. So check that out. I liked it. Gallant dropped the gentleman video. Like I said, um, it's cool. It's kind of weird. You know, he's just he's basically just shirtless, um, just dancing and doing like weird type of dance and shit but you know it's cool the song is great so if anything watch it for the song because it's wonderful nori dropped the uno mas video featuring pharrell it's actually pretty dope uh the video is real colorful and shit too i liked it (laughs) um dj esco and future they just they just don't stop they dropped the exotic video featuring young thug pretty self-explanatory it's dope though it's cool janelle monae yeah, this is this is a good video to talk about this week. <laughs> so, if you all been if you all been watching and peeping game with Janelle Monet, Janelle Monet is officially out now. She's you know she's a she's a lesbian. She's very open with it. Um, I mean, as if we didn't know, but nevertheless, she told us now. So now it's like okay, now we know her woman, uh, her girlfriend, her lady, uh, her wife, basically is gonna happen. Is uh, Tessa Thompson. That's uh old girl who was in Creed. And she actually recently just did uh, Thor Ragnarok. She was in that. She killed it in that too. So this video is called Pink. And it's literally an ode to pussy. That's what it is. It's pink. Like pink. Pink is everything. Pink is what matters. Pink, 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 pink nigga. Like it don't get more real. Like to the point that the outfits that she had on in the video they looked like pussies, bruh. It was actually pretty dope. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's a big ass pussy. If that was a pussy, that'd be a big pussy. I don't think I would want to go in there. But yeah, nigga, yeah, pink, P Y N K. By the way, look up the video. The video is very pink. It's really dope. Tessa Thompson's in the video. She like comes in the video at one point. She's basically uh her clitoris. It's yeah, you know, it's it's, a, it's. I'm not even gonna lie. It's a dope video what the video stands for what the song stands for yeah i'm here for it i'm here for all of it i'm proud of janelle monae man and i can't wait for that out two weeks we got that album, dirty computers is two weeks we'll be here we'll be talking about it you better know that neo dropped the pushback video featuring bb and steflon don yo the video is actually really dope um what i liked about it is he uh, one of the girls from uh, Step Up High Water, you know, the show I talked about a few weeks ago, her name was Poppy, and he put her in the video. So that was good for her. So she getting work and stuff. Dope. I'm looking forward to Neo's new album. I think it's gonna be good. This song, Pushback, is really good. And the video just gives it just gives me island vibes. I literally wanna go to the island after watching this video. It's wonderful. It's very good. Sylvan Lecue dropped the empathy video very very real video it's really dope um he's basically showing different forms of therapy so he's at the 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 video opens up he's at the barbershop talking to his barber you know and what i liked about that is when you think about it i mean me being a black man or if you know if you're if you're white and you go to the barbershop as well because white people go to the barbershop i'm not here to discriminate i'm well aware white boys have cut my hair before they do a very good job too so don't we we'll am going to get it twisted. The barbershop is a barbershop, but barbershop, let's keep it real. The barbershop is for black, you know, it's, it's black people. That's a black people thing. The barbershop is black, all right? Black and, and, and Spanish. That's what the barbershop is for, okay? But that's what's dope about you white boys that go to the barbershop because, see, you know that the barbershop, they, you know they hook you up. You know they put in that work. You know it. So that's why you go. <laughs> anyway uh so the barbershop is how he you know he had the you know therapy for that because if you think about it uh, a lot of us we get a lot of our therapy done at the barbershop you know that's like the that's like one of the first places as a as a young as a young man where you go and you know you have these conversations like I remember the first time me and my brother went to the barbershop on our own to go get barbed you know to go get cut up and it was like it was a big it was a big deal to go to the barbershop by yourself and like do this and and like it, like that like that's a thing man that's a thing so it's very cool how he did that and then obviously in the video um they actually go to therapy itself so that was cool too meek mill dropped a uh, video 1942 flows it's a good video um I, I, again again free meek that's all i can say man it's just just free meek it's crazy d1 this was this is, this is another good video d1 dropped i don't want to let you down this is a good one for this simple fact right here. He, cause you know, D1's from New Orleans. Well, I don't know if you all know, but I know because I'm just, I'm a nerd like that. <laughs> so D1's from New Orleans. Um, and again, D1 is basically Christian rap, if you will, but I don't like to say that, but you gotta kind of put a, put a name on it for people to understand what things are cause people are stupid. So that's why I do that. Uh, but the video goes like this: He's basically walking around. He's following this young kid. Um, I think he's like ten years old. And this boy in New Orleans, like after school every day, he goes out with his homies to the city, and they play the drums, or they, you know, they try to sell water and and little snacks and all that to try to make their money, so they could, you know, give it back to their families. And it's very interesting because these kids, they're kids. They're 10 years old, nine years old, and their grind is harder and heavier than a lot of us grown men out here, like a lot of us. And it's crazy that he's 10 and he's like, yo, this is what I got to do. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that mindset for him is like, it's, it's just like, like that's, that, this is what I do. I do this because I have to, I have to, I have to provide for my family so we could eat like that's that's wild for a kid that's crazy man that's crazy but you should watch the video because they do a very good job with it they do a very good job showing it how it all went down very good all right Chuck Strangers dropped the style uh the style wars video featuring Joey badass very dope video I liked it uh the camera work in this video um well actually not this video. Uh but the uh not not, 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 yeah, not this one. There's another one. Um the ASAP one is with the camera work is crazy. I'll get to that after this. Okay. So this one was dope. Just it's you know, pro era, crew shit. Like it's 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 good. Ace Hood dropped the testify video. This video is in black and white, and it's actually really raw. Uh Ace Hood's cooking up something. I don't know what, but he's cooking up something. Zane Dropped the Let Me video, the good one. Pac Div, yes. They dropped the Stoked video, super raw. I like that one. Young Dolph dropped Kush on a Yacht. I mean, it's self-explanatory. It's Kush on a Yacht, my nigga. Like, that's what you're gonna get in this video. That's it. <laughs> IDK dropped No Waves featuring Denzel Curry. Another black and white video, raw. Very raw. I like that one. The Weeknd dropped the uh, Call Out My Name video super dope, like really, really dope video, (laughs) really dope, and uh, let's see, Talib Kweli dropped uh, the All of Us video, which is also very, very dope, and lastly, this is a video that uh, bugged me out a little bit this week, because I liked it a lot, lastly, we got Nino Bless. Now I don't know if you all are familiar with Nino Bless. Nino Bless is a rapper, super super dope at uh also by the way, very raw. And he hasn't been he had been like not not a not a hiatus, but he hasn't dropped anything for like 2 years. And then he dropped this uh this album, not this album, he dropped this video out of nowhere and the video is called God's Ghostwriters um God's Ghostwriter 2 is what the video is called. Yo this video is so bugged he's basically uh he's basically getting uh he's he, he he's walking to the cross like he's walking he like like he's about to die type of thing it's really really interesting and in the end of the you know in the end he gets away and like you know like 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 him and like and the other people that were gonna get uh that were gonna be on the cross they uh They escape. The video is like eight minutes long, but it's really, really good. Um, And Nino is spit. Oh, my God. This nigga is rapping on his song. The bars are just all over. It's nuts. Check it out for real. It's really good. That shit is so raw. Like, wow. Nino. Nino's about to make real noise this year, I think. I think he's, uh, I think he, I think he got something in store for us, for sure. Because, like, this shit blew my mind. Like, it really did. The video is wow. Like, for real. All right. That's enough of the albums. Uh, that's, the other, that's another of videos this week. Let's get into the meat and the potatoes. The albums of the week. You are, you know how this goes. Suburban cool, suburban raw, suburban dope. You know how this goes. First things first on this week's list. King Combs dropped 90s, baby. Yo, this boy is ready. That's all I'm gonna say. This is uh this is this is this is Diddy's son, and he is Diddy. First off, this is the this is the mixtape to play this year at all the barbecues. It is so 90s. I mean the the mixtape itself is called 90s baby. The samples, everything, the sound, it is literally Bad Boy. It's Bad Boy reincarnated. That's exactly what this is. Straight up. He sounds like Diddy sometimes. He sounds like, you know what he sounds like? He sounds like Diddy and Mace together. That's what he sounds like. And it's so dope because he knows exactly what he wants to do. And he's doing that. He is bad boy. 100%. He belongs in 95. That's what, that, That's what he sounds like. It's nuts. And he's really, really good. And he got a lot of fucking presence to him, and I think it's gonna go far with him because he's dope. He's really dope. Um, I put it in suburban cool because I mean the boy's young. He got he got a, he got he need you know he got room to grow. So he's gonna do his thing, and he's definitely gonna grow. I believe, and we will we will definitely be hearing more from King Combs, like for sure because the boy is he's ready. He's ready. Like, simple as that. He is ready for this game. Period. Tinashe. Yep, Tinashe. Yep, 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 yep. She dropped Joyride. And, uh, I mean, it's cool. It's okay. It's nothing... Look, man, Tinashe is fine, okay? She is fine It's all get up. My God. You know what I mean? She's bad. And she over there with Ben Simmons, you know what I'm saying? He doing his thing. Salute to Ben Simmons, cause you booked, you know, you you bagged that. I you know, respect, my nigga. Respect. Uh what Tinashe tried to do with this album is she try to show us that she has some sort of range. She got some sort of you know, she got something to her. It's not great. I wasn't disappointed, um, but I wasn't too impressed either. You know what I mean? Like I've heard people do these songs, these type of these type of songs. I've heard people doing better than her, and that's not the that's no shade to tanache at all. It's just I've heard people do this shit better than her, and that's it's as simple as that. It's not as the, the album's not bad it's not bad but it's also not great and that is that's the that's a good way i think that's a good way of explaining it it's not bad but it's not great she did it it's cool it's not it's just not great like there's some song don't get me wrong there's some songs on here that are that are not 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 great but they're good um she got a song in here with Little Dragon called Stuck With Me. Very good, actually. Um song with Offset, No Drama. That's good. Uh the song with Future is kind of like, eh. And then uh, The Salt and No Contest, they're good, but they're not great. Like, there's just it's just not great. That's just look, this is just me. This is how I feel about it. Maybe if you listen to it, you'll feel different. But I feel like this. Anyway, Skizzy dropped are you okay which I love because the title alone says it all are you okay and that's a question that I think a lot of people don't ask themselves like you don't like you don't ask yourself that like you're always asking somebody else that but what would you say if somebody asked you that like are you okay like are are you okay you know what I mean it's only five songs, and he did a very good job with it. It was very well executed, and that's why I put it there. So Skizzy, boom, you got it. Jim Jones. Jim Jones is back. And he dropped wasted talent. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Jim Jones is uh he's he's he he's been putting in work. This album is not bad at all. It's it's pretty solid. There is a Jada Kiss feature on here that's raw. The beats are very good. Um, it sounds real '90s at times. It's not bad at all. The song with on here with Mozzie, hard. The song on here with Eric Bellinger hard. Like this guy, Jim Jones is putting in real work. Diplomatic Immunity. The song with Cameron hard. The song with uh, with Lil Durk head off hard. The uh the bonus shit, once upon a time, featuring Cameron. Woo! The song with Juel Santana still dipset hard. It's just, you know, Jim Jones is not he's not he's not great to me. He's never been great to me. He's never been great. Um, I've always been a Cameron, uh, Juel Santana, hell real dipset type of fan. That's just me. You know what I mean? Jim Jones is great. Jim Jones is good, Jim Jones is here, I get it. It's just my what 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 it what what interests me is you know that's what interests me, you know I'm a hell Real Jr. writer Cameron fan you know Freaky Ziki Joel Santana that's me that's that that's what I like. Smoke Perp and Murder they drop Bless Your Trap and let me tell you it sounds the same at times but these beats are raw like they're super raw the song on here with ASAP Ferg is crazy it's. crazy. He's, it's so good it's a very good song prince nokia that's her name uh she dropped a girl cried red and they said this was a hip-hop album but when you listen to it she's not she's not really rapping that much she's singing and i've never heard of this girl before and for what she did on this for eight songs not bad it's not bad at all she has room to grow she will because clearly she want to be here And she'll do her thing. She's ready for sure. She's definitely ready. Um, There's a few on here I like. Morphine is good. Um, The last song, "Little Angel," that's not bad. For the night is a good one too. But she just, you know, she just got to, she got to fight. She got fig, she's still figuring out and finding her sound and things like that. But what she's doing, how she's executing it, it's good. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it for sure. So let's see what you do. Alrighty. Lastly, we got my man Knowledge. And he dropped Glad We Met. It's another EP. It's uh what is it? Five songs, six songs, six songs. And it's actually pretty dope. It's not great, but it's dope. That's what I will say to that one. It's good. It's good. It's not it's not like, oh my god, this is terrible. But it's good. Suburban Raw this week. Oh yes. This is a big section this week. I'm not even gonna lie. Smoke Dizza drop ringside six shit is so fucking raw this mixtape it's a mixtape six songs quick it's so dope so first things first uh uh what's wrestlemania i believe was last week i think it was last week or the week before whatever so he put this out um like the next week like you know this last week on a on uh like 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 on monday or tuesday whatever whenever he did it but what's dope about this is so the intro is peter rosenberg talking about you know yo we're here ringside six like you know come you know smoke dizza that whole thing simple what's dope about it though is he is saying this and he's live at the wrestlemania like he's at wrestlemania and he's like yo i'm here at wrestlemania 34 like getting ready to watch it like you know smoke dizza ringside six it's really dope how they put that together and then the other interlude in there he got wale and wale's like what up what's going on we here at wrestlemania 34 we just walk you know we walking through doing our thing but you know gotta gotta it's only right smoke dizza ringside six like the way he put this shit together fucking dope really fucking dope super raw beats of raw everything about this mixtape just bangs and i cannot wait for 420 next week because that album that not for sale oh yeah that's just gonna hit my nigga for real nickel nut that's his name nickel nut yeah nickel nut (laughs) blue moon ep is what he dropped and it is what eight songs it's uh, it's it's, it's, it's as it's raw as it come. That nigga is blue, basically. Okay, you'll understand what I mean when you when you listen to it. Okay, he's blue. Okay, super blue. Pentatonix, yeah, P T X. Yep, they dropped Top Pop Volume One. Now I put them here in the raw section because you know they're an acapella group, and they don't get more raw than that. And these niggas are great, cause they're my favorite. So yeah. I'm gonna rave about them a little bit. First things first, um, yo, these dudes are incredible, all of them. There's three, it's, it's four guys and a girl, and three of these members, um, the blonde, and the other guy that uh, sings soprano, and the girl. They grew up together. They went to high school together, and and all that. And then they put this group together when they used to have they used to have this singing competition back in like what was that? 2011, 2012. Around there, they had this singing competition. Um, I think it was called Sing Off. It came on NBC as a cappella groups. And they were on it. They were on it, and they put two more people with them. This guy who beat boxes and he also sings. Super dope black guy. And they have this other guy. He's a baritone, and he beat boxes as well, and he sings. And they put them together in this group, and then they won the competition, the sing-off. And then now the rest is history. Pentatonix is here. They've been putting out cover albums uh, for a minute. But last year, they put out their own album, and that shit is dope i still listen to it to this day it's wonderful and they actually didn't put it out uh last year they put out three years ago they put out that album and it's still good and it was all original music which i loved about it but this one they're back on their pop shit and they do songs like attention you know charlie uh, charlie Puth, um finesse you already know finesse um havana it's is definitely a good one My favorite is definitely perfect though Cause my man Yo my man killed this shit Like he killed this Sorry Not Sorry is another great one uh, despacito and shape of you is another great cover so they are dope and like i said it's all acapella like it's acapella like there is no there is no band there's no there is no there's no production here it is literally acapella and it's so fucking raw because they're so good they're really really that good it's amazing so check that out yeah check it out Carnage, my man, Carnage, yeah. Drop battered, bruised, and bloody, and that shit hit. Shout out to Ant Mo. What up, Ant Mo? You already know this nigga Carnage. He killed this shit, bro. Like he killed it. <laughs> he killed this one. Um, shit. I mean, the very first song on here, Headlock, is raw then he got the eye shine which i still like the little pump joint little pump i like that shit <laughs> um the song with little b is my favorite on this uh, on this album my, by far um definitely the song with uh with, with with migos is good water world yo carnage just he killed every single beat that's what i like about it morocamba is a great one up now is a great one i mean he just he really did a great job with the production i mean he he killed it he killed the production so check that out because carnage dropped a great album he really did it's great okay bodega bams yeah bodega bams is back well not even like he went anywhere you know because bodega if you listen if you really listen to my shit you know that i was talking about bodega in the beginning of this shit and uh My nigga Bodega is on TV right now. You know, he's on Smilf. The show on Showtime. He's on Smilf. He's doing his thing. Like, he's killing it. But he's still doing his music. So he dropped Poppy. Dropped Poppy this week. Shit is good. It's so fucking raw. Oh, my God. It's so raw. Like, what? Emergency. Mad. Terror. Something. Um, Jefe. Praying. Clout. It, I, I, I I could talk about it forever. I really could. Just listen to it for yourself. It's very, very good. I like it. I'm a Bodega Bam's fan though, so that's just me, but I enjoyed this one a lot. Blue and Knots. Yeah, they dropped a new one. They dropped Gods in the Spirit, Titans in the Flesh, and my God, Knotts destroyed these beats. And Blue is just rapping his ass off on every single song uh god shit is probably my favorite features aloe black and that's probably my favorite song then you got heaven on earth um you got boys to men featuring nitty scott nitty scott bodied that shit whoa nigga whoa giant steps is another good one that uh features toray the truth toray the truth killed that like just check it out it's very good very good album i really liked it okay we got Pee Wee Longway. Yeah, Pee Wee Longway's over there with, uh, I believe he's down with, with who the fuck is he down with? I think, I want to say he's down with with, with with Baby and them over there with that uh, cash money, I think. But either way, Pee Wee drops Spaghetti Factory and that shit raw. Like for real. The song Jumanji alone is just what? Like it's crazy. <laughs> then you got Fuck You, um, Break It Down is a good one. Feeling Myself is a, also another good one. And, I mean, Pee Wee just, he, he he did a great job here. So check that out. Lastly, for this section, we got Alchemist. Alchemist dropped the Lunch Meat EP. And that, I mean, it like what? It don't get more, if you know Alchemist, you know it don't get more raw than that. West Side Gun, Conway, like, forget about it. It's five songs. That's all you need. It's five songs, and it is so damn good. It's really really good man Like for real (laughs) So check that out Alright lastly 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 You already know Young Thug dropped a uh, little singles Quick strike thing this week He dropped Hear No Evil And he got three songs in there One featuring Nicki One featuring Uzi And one featuring 21 I mean yo he did his thing on all all three He killed all three I liked him Um, The one with Up uh the one with up the one with Uzi the song's called Up that's my favorite of the three but I also like the one with twenty one. The song with Nikki's cool but like I said in the beginning of this shit I'm not a Nikki fan so I just don't care. I'm like, all right cool Nikki yeah great now get off. Like that's how I feel when she raps. That's me. Not taking nothing away from none of y'all. <laughs> okay. Pac Div. Yes and this album is so yo Pac Div dropped first Baptist It is 10 songs, and it is everything. It's been six years since we heard from Pac-Div. I am so happy with this album. The transition from five to six is beautiful. Because the songs in the beginning, they kind of, they don't, they don't, not necessarily they don't hit, because player of the, players of the year is raw, and then you got stoked with just, what, what, oh, you got hand, and I got smoke, and it's hella bitches, what, that shit's so good, (laughs) and I'm not broke, nigga, I'm stoked, oh my god. (laughs) Such a good song Apartment 10 is also a good one My favorite is uh, No Fucks Given That's definitely my favorite song And uh, my other favorite song is Summertime Fine Because it's just like, that's a real ass song It's very, very, very good Like, really check that album out I really like it I'm a fan of Pac-Div But man, nigga They came back they came back, and they're saying they're ready, and I'm, and I'm here for all of it. Lastly, this is my favorite from this week. Salute to the plug, my brother, Jordan, my nigga. What the fuck? Where'd you find this nigga? I don't know. His name is Bazzi, B-A-Z-Z-I. Album's called Cosmic. It's Pop shit. I don't care what y'all niggas say. I love my pop shit, period. This man sounds like The Weeknd and Travis Garland put together in one. It is amazing. I don't know where to begin with this album because the boy is singing on his entire album. My favorite song is probably Cartier. Talking about this girl, you know, being naked with a Cartier, with a Cartier necklace. Oh yeah, Cartier bracelet. Yeah, nigga. Mirror is a good one. Three fifteen, quarter after three, saying everything we need. Yeah, that joint hit. Uh, the song mine hit. The song uh, myself. Oh my God. Like this dude is really singing. He's he literally sounds like The Weeknd with Travis Garland with like a sprinkle of Somo at the top. That's what he sounds like. Just sprinkle a little bit of somo on there, and you have Bozzy. This album is amazing. I love albums like this because I've never heard of this guy before, and I have been playing this album nonstop since Friday. Like, at like, like it doesn't matter what it is. I listen to this album a lot, and it's really it's just wow. Like I love I love artists like this. My man really takes care of his like he really he's good at his craft. He's good at it and the songs, the songwriting. Dude is good. Simple as that. He is good. Give yourself some culture this week and download that one. Bazzi B A Z Z I Cosmic. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, like I wouldn't. I'm not lying about that. Like this, it's amazing. It really is. So check that out for real, because that by far was my favorite album of this whole week. It was great. Like wow, I, I'm when I'm done with this podcast, I'm gonna put it on again. Cause I like I. Cause now talking about it is just like oh my god. Now I wanna listen to it. It's that good. I'm not even bullshitting you. It's so good. Oh, my God. Put that on. Chill with a lady. You know what I mean? Put that on. Go for a run. Um, Go for a walk. Just put it on. Chill out. Study. Like, whatever. Put it on. That's what I'm saying. Put it on. The guy, Bozzy, is good, man. There's more music out here than just hip-hop and R&B, guys. You know what I mean? That's why, That's the whole point of me making this podcast, because I'm trying to show you all... All the different aspects of everything, even in hip hop, there's different genres just within that. But I'm trying to, I'm trying to give it all to you. And I feel like every week I give it, I give you, I give it all to you. I'm telling you, man, listen to me. <laughs> like listen, like for real, Bozzy he's a real deal. He gonna be here too. Like he gonna be here for a minute. Like he's 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 here to stay. All right, then that is the albums this week yeah so I already did for the culture you know I did that on already so I wanted to read my favorite verse of the week because like I said my man Russ and so I'm gonna read you the I'm gonna read you the uh I'm gonna read you the hook and then I'm also gonna read you the verse, cause it, it's just like the like the I might I might read both no, I'm not gonna read both verses. I'm gonna give you the hook and then I'll give you oh, I'll give you yeah, I'll give you the hook and then I'll give you the verse. My favorite verse, which is the second verse. So the hook goes like this. I've been saying I was rich since I was broke. Yeah. It's a state of mind you gotta know that it's gonna happen for sure. Mm. Mm-hmm. Had to take my time, take it slow. Yeah. Been saying I was rich since I was broke. So I'll read it again since you got to, like, you know, hear this. It's a state of mind. You got to know that it's going to happen for Mm sure. Had to take my time, take it slow. Know what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? You hear me? Okay. Now, here's this. Now, hear this verse. Hear this verse. It's the second verse. This man said, Get lost in yourself. That's how you find you focus on what fuels focus on what fuels you and drives you recognize the power inside you chase your passion and chase that money i knew it was all on me all my bets were all on me i knew if i could call if i called the universe enough it call on me i believe in non-existent all my thoughts into fruition poke the universe enough it turns around and grants you wishes yeah <laughs> Yeah, that yo, that last bar. Like, are you kidding me? Like, like for like what? Poke the universe enough, it turns around and grants you wishes. Well, not grants you wishes, grants your wishes. Poke the universe enough, and it turns around and grants your wishes. What? Let me read you this other verse, yo, because it's like now nah, I gotta just like I gotta like I gotta give it to you now because it's because it, it was it really is so good. Always found myself, this isn't new. Always felt I had some shit to prove. Not to you, though, to me. Vin Diesel voice, I rode deep. Ran up on girls where they dream girls. This is 10 years with no sleep. Girl, that ain't a Nissan, that's a McLaren. That's what I told myself, that's how I got it. What? That's what I told myself, that's how I got it. You gotta tell yourself these things, man. I recognize the thoughts in my mind. We're directly connected to what's in my pockets. It's in your head. Money will come. Soon as you feel like you already have it. Napoleon Hill, Deepak, and Paulo. That's what I read. Then I made this shit happen. Yeah. Yeah. And it's dope because the reason why I wanted to pick this song this week is because I read a book this week. I read, I read, I read a I read I read a dope ass book. It's called Who Moved the Cheese? And Who Moved the Cheese reminded me of this song the whole time. Because I don't know if you all ever heard of Who Moved My Cheese, but it's like, a, it's like a great, it's a bestseller for years. Like for years it's been the greatest. And I was always trying to figure out why is this book so dope. So salute to my homie Dave, you know, my best friend who put me onto the book and we actually read it together. And then, you know, I went home and read it again because it's only like 55 pages short. But the story is very simple four characters two are mice and two are people two are little people the mice are sniffing scurry and they're in a maze like a big corridor maze and they're in there looking for cheese and you know they're looking for cheese all day long now sniffing scurry they're mice so they have small minds and they run on instinct you know what i'm saying they just you know hey cheese isn't over here gotta go get over there like you know always looking for cheese Now the two the two humans the two little people their names are Hem and Hall, and they are like us. You know they 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 have minds. They can think. They could, you know, they have feelings. They can figure. You know, they're like us. They're humans. So they find a cheese station one day. Cheese station N. Now cheese station N got hella cheese, hella cheese, cheese all in there, motherfucker, right? So sniff and scurry, they chilling. They chilling all day. They had, you know, they got their shoes. They put their shoes around their neck. So you know, cause just in case, you know, we gotta run off again. Gotta go get this more cheese. Now Hammond Hall, they got comfortable. They got, they, you know, they start setting up shop and station and in a and in a in and a, a cheese station seat. They start setting up shop, and you know. Start coming to the cheese later and later every day. Because it's just like, yo, the cheese is there. Like, I don't, I'm not worried about it. The cheese is there all day, every day. And one day, they go there. And the cheese is gone. Cheese is gone. What happened to the cheese, right? They ate all the cheese. Now, here's the thing. They're like, we're sniffing scurry. Sniffing scurry, the two mice, they're not there. Why? Because... They already, they move on instinct. They knew that there wasn't going to be no more cheese. They've been chilling, smelling the cheese, examining the cheese, and looking around. They've been peeping game. They're like, yo, cheese is getting low. We got to dip. So Sniff and Scurry, they dipped. And they went to go find more cheese. Now Sniff and Scurry, they ended up finding Cheese Station N. Cheese Station N is like a copious amount of cheese in that motherfucker. It's like cheese everywhere in that bitch, right? Hammond Hall are sitting over there in Cheese Station C, and they're mad. They're mad they don't have no cheese. They're mad at like, you know, what happened to it? Why is it not, how come there's no more cheese for us here? They're mad, like they're literally mad. They're upset that they ate all the cheese and now there's no more. Now, this is why it's funny because neither one of them wanted to go look for nor they wanted to go look for more cheese. Neither one of them wanted to go move with the cheese. They were just like, nah, I deserve this cheese we had the cheese, it was here, now it's gone. I'm gonna wait for the cheese to come back. Like, what do you mean? I'm not like I'm not going back out there to go look for more cheese. I'm not doing that. So they sat back every day, complain, 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 complain. Still no cheese. Every day they keep going back. Maybe it'll be cheese today. Maybe it'll be cheese today. My nigga, there's not gonna be cheese there any day. You know why? Because you ate it all, my nigga. You ate all the cheese, bruh. You gotta go get more cheese. But see, that's the thing with a lot of niggas is people get so comfortable, they don't even want to go move to go get the cheese. You feel me? So Ham and Hall, they're literally just sitting back, like, yo, I'm not getting the cheese. So one day, Hall, I believe it was Hall, Haw's like, son. This is like this is this is crazy. We got it, like I'm hungry, you're hungry, I'm, you know, I I don't have a lot of energy. You don't. Like, we gotta go get this cheese. We have to. Like, this is crazy. Hall or Hem, Hem's like, yo, I'm not leaving, bruh. Like, I'm not going. Not only that, we already been out in that maze. We know what's out there. Like, I'm not getting no more cheese. There's no, like, I'm not going out there. I'm going to wait for the cheese to come back here. I'm going to wait for it, and maybe it will come back. Not only that, what if we go out there and go find new cheese, and I don't even like the cheese. You know what I'm saying? But that's the problem with a lot of y'all, man. You got to actually go look for the cheese in general. You can't just sit here. You gonna sit here and just have no cheese? Or do you wanna at least go look for cheese? At least get up to go attempt to look for the cheese. See, a lot of you niggas don't even wanna get up to go look for the cheese. A lot of you niggas don't even have the mindset to make yourself blindly believe... That, you're, that that there's cheese out there That there's more cheese And you're thinking about the cheese You're eating the cheese You know what I'm saying Like before you even have it But you don't even You're not even You don't even have them You can't even You can't even Flip that switch to be like You know what Fuck this There's cheese out there I don't know where it is But I'm gonna go find that motherfucker Like you can't even do that A lot of you can't do that So what does Hall do Yo Hall left him Hall left He left him Right there And he went to go find some cheese Because that's what you have to do Like we can't just sit here and not have no cheese My nigga, I'm hungry You're hungry We have nothing We can sit here and complain and complain and complain and complain and complain At the end of the day, the cheese is not coming back, bruh. It's not coming back You gotta go get more cheese Simple as that You gotta move with the cheese Period So, Hall, you know, got lost a lot in that motherfucker. Got lost and, you know, couldn't find his way. And, you know, the fear of not knowing where you're going and all that. But you know what? What Hall started to realize as he's going to look for this cheese is this is fun. You know what I mean? This is an adventure in itself. The fact that I'm up Attempting to look for the cheese is dope for me because eventually I'm gonna find this fucking cheese. Cause all I'm thinking about is cheese now. I'm gonna get this cheese because I'm out here and like you can't tell me I'm not gonna get it now. Like HAW started a click for this nigga. You know what I mean? Started a click for him. So what happens? HAW finds Station C. Uh, he finds Cheese Station N. And when he goes over to Cheese Station N, he sees Sniff and Scurry. And they over there, they kind of fat a little bit, you know, because they've been eating cheese. They've been eating good. They're eating cheese all day, every day. And what I thought was dope is the little, it's the little things in this book, the little things. Um, so when he got to cheese station, N, he takes off his shoes and he puts them around his neck. He doesn't hang them up now. He puts them around his neck and sniff and scurry to look at them. They're like, yeah. I like that, nigga. I like you learning, my nigga. You learning. I see you over here. That's... Says now... Because all of a sudden, he just understood. You know what I mean? So now... Haws in this Cheese Station N. And what's he doing every day in Cheese Station N? He's examining the cheese. He's smelling the cheese. He's looking around. He's going back out into the corridor and the maze to go... to Just to go look in the motherfucker. Just to go make sure... That we do like that we do have all the cheese Maybe there's more cheese and we don't know But either way I'm gonna go out here every day in this corridor And I'm gonna go look around this motherfucker Because I don't know where everything is But I'm gonna find out And that's the beauty of this book Because it's life man It's life And that's why I wanted to read this verse Because you have to blindly tell yourself That you are the shit man You gotta tell yourself that for real. You got to believe this shit before it even happens. Like, for real. Like, in my head, all the time in my head, I dream about it too. I dream about performing in front of thousands of people. I dream about it all the time. And one day, it's going to be reality because I think about this shit all the time not only that I'm moving I'm moving I'm doing this every week you know I try to book shows every week like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing but that's why I wanted to read this verse and that's why I wanted to talk about this book because a lot of y'all are afraid to just get up and go look for the cheese and the thing is you sitting in a room where there's no cheese bruh you can't sit here all day and keep complaining about cheese not being here when you could go up and go find more cheese. You go find better cheese at that, but niggas don't even want to do that because niggas are just so comfortable. You have to be uncomfortable in life in order to do things, man. You can't sit back and just be like, ah, fuck it. Cheese will come here eventually. No, it won't. No, it won't. Cheese is not gonna come here eventually. You ate all the cheese. You have to go get more. But see, a lot of you niggas don't wanna go get more. You feel like you should be entitled to this cheese. Like, it should come to me. Like, nah, I, like, nah, I, like, I worked hard. You didn't work for this cheese at all, bro. You didn't work for that. Nah, that cheese was there, and you didn't even, you didn't even, you didn't even, uh, ex- you didn't even embrace it. You just ate it all. You ate it. You ate it fast, too. Like, nah, bro, Ain't no cheese, man. You got to go get that shit, but you also have to blindly tell yourself every day that you can do this shit, that it is happening for you. That's what you have to do. Been saying I was rich since I was broke. It's a state of mind. You got to know. That's how it's going to happen for sure. Like, what do you mean? There's a reason why I've read this verse. Poke the universe enough it turns around and grants your wishes real life yo real life if i knew what i knew if i called the universe enough it call me it call on me that's all i'm saying man so having said all that that's the end of uh this week so let's just get right into it right story time this week oh story time's gonna be fun this week so this is inspired by uh i had a conversation with a homie this week what up dallas you already know what it is and my boy dallas he's a uh He's a film director, you know, also slash writer, slash dope-ass nigga, you know, slash, you know, all those things, those type of things. That's what, that's a that's squad shit, don't worry about that, you know, all, whole squad do shit like that. That's just what we do, you know, my man Antmo, you know, he rap, and you know, he do his thing, he make the beats, and you know, he got the clothing line, and you know, dope shit. That's just, like, this is just how we move, so me and him was talking this week, me and my boy Dallas, and he was telling me about this new script that he's writing, and the script, uh... It made it inspired me to tell these stories. So I'm gonna tell these stories because you know I got to. One. Two, y'all also know I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and like, you know, and, and 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 try to bullshit y'all. Like I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. So in high school, I lied on my dick. Yes, I did. I lied on my dick in high school. I sure did. Yep. Yes, I did. So let me tell you how let me tell you what happened. Senior year. And there's this girl, not gonna say her name. I don't tell nobody's names on here. And she lived Ah, uh, she was <laughs> Oh man, I've been I've been I haven't I have not i have thought about her in a long time. My God, it's been that it's been twelve what, thirteen years. My God. Anyway, so high school, senior year, this girl, we liked each other, but we never said it. You know what I'm saying we never really said it. Um, I've kissed her a few times, but never like did anything because I'm afraid. I was afraid. You know, it, it, look, look, look. It take it take a little bit to to learn how to finesse and pull that trigger. Sometimes you get what I'm saying. So that's why niggas do things like this because you know we're afraid. Not you know keep it real. So she had a party. She had a party at her house. Dope ass party too, by the way. Dope fucking party. And at this party um a lot of people at this fucking place my god because she had a big ass babe. she her family had money so she had a basement like a big basement you feel me <laughs> big old fucking place and at this party i had an i had an attempt i had a opportunity to hook up with her but i didn't because i was afraid because You know, let's keep it real. Sometimes niggas, niggas get nervous. Niggas get scared. They do. So, I was afraid. I didn't do nothing with her, but I told the homie. I told one of my homies. His name. I tell. I say his name because I don't fuck with this nigga no more. Like it's years. Like he probably don't even know who I am now. His name was Aaron Curtis. That was his name. Aaron Curtis. I'll never forget this nigga. Aaron Curtis. And this nigga set me up. So, me and this nigga were kind of cool a little bit, but he wanted to fuck this girl, too. So, this was his way of, you know, getting in, you know, kind of kind of infiltrating. So, he infiltrated me, this nigga. I used to have AOL, you know, the screen name, all that fun shit. I had the screen name, and I'm on my screen name one night, and this nigga hits me up, and he's like, Yo, what you say you did at that party with Britney? And I was like, Yo. Me and Brittany hooked up, man. Yes, we did. We hooked up at that party because he saw me walk into uh, the room with her. You know what I'm saying? I walked into the room with her. Um, it was like, you know, like a, it was like a workout room. It was dark as shit in there. I remember this is dark as shit, like a little workout room. And we sat there and we talked for a little bit, and uh, then she was like, "All right, that's cool." And then she dipped and she went to go suck somebody else's dick that night. That's what she did because she was a uh, she's a little bit of a jump. You know what I'm saying? A little bit of a jump. She's jumping out the room a little, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And so this nigga hits me up, says that shit, and I'm like, oh shit! Like you know, I'm I'm, I'm gonna tell him because you know, One, he's a homie, and two, it's like oh nigga, you know, you know, you know, like I I could I could tell you this. It's not like you're gonna go back and tell somebody or something like that, right? Cool. So I tell this nigga, yeah, me and her we hooked up in the weight room um you know we went in there and you know she uh you know things got things got a little hot and heavy and uh you know she gave the kid she gave a kiss some play you know what I mean and he's like oh word that happened yeah I'm like hell yeah my nigga like that should happen so the next day at school I come to school and I'm sitting in our, in our everyday spot in the morning where we go. Where me and the boy, uh, my homies Denzel and Damon. Where we go every morning. And Britney's there. Oh, I said her name. <laughs> it don't matter. So she's there. And she's talking with Aaron. And Aaron is on his phone. And Aaron is showing this girl the fucking... Messages that I sent this nigga. And as soon as she gave me that look, like I saw, it, like I, you know, I didn't even I didn't even have to look at it. I saw her from my peripherals looking at me. She looked so disgusted, bruh. She was disgusted with me. She was so mad at me, bruh. Any I feel like anybody would though. Cuz nigga, you lied. You lied. This didn't happen but you said it happened but it never happened so why would you say that and niggas do that because yo it's that it's that it's that it's it's that whole ah oh, nigga if you didn't if you ain't fuck you ain't do shit or like ah oh, you ain't you 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 pussy cuz you ain't cuz you you know you ain't get no dome you ain't get no you ain't, you ain't get you ain't get you ain't get you ain't fuck you ain't do nothing ah oh, you pussy so that whole mentality is what niggas go through all the time And I know a lot of you niggas Have lied on your dick before But you'll never say it But here I am Telling you about it Because you, had to be, you gotta be real with yourself man That shit was not cool And for about two months She did not fuck with me at all Like at all Now what's interesting about this story is Eventually she fucked with me again And then I dated her <laughs> I dated her for like 10 months My senior year I thought she was everything in the world You couldn't tell me nothing I was going to get married to her Fuck out of here I was going to marry that girl What? And before we moved up here to Jersey Guess what I found out? She fucked my best friend Yeah She fucked that nigga Yup and I guarantee you she did it more than once for sure because like I said she was a jump that's who she was man so I couldn't even be mad but that shit had me fucked up for a long time freshman year for like the first month and a half of freshman year I was going through it and niggas didn't even know because I was just so caught up on this bitch like what yeah so that was the first time I lied on my dick The second time I lied on my dick (laughs) was in college. Now, I say the second time because you would think like, oh yeah, I learned, like, you know, I learned. No, I did not learn, that's why this happened again. It happened again, and after this time, then I was like, okay, don't do that. You You don't do things like that. So, if you recall, if you listen to what I'm doing every week, I had a story on here one week I told you about the guys who left me li- like literally left me to go party so the girl that we were going over to go stay at like you know that at, at the room that day that girl this is her in this story so one day one weekend we go up to Maryland you know we wanted we went we went to University of Maryland a lot 20 minute bus ride like simple they all Something was always popping at Maryland because it's a big ass fucking school. Something was always going down at College Park. Didn't matter what it was, something was popping all day, every day. So one day, me and the homie Jay, we go up there to go chill with the girls. So we up there, we chilling with these girls. We having a good old time too, chilling. And I kind of, I kind of hint, I kind of peeped that things were kind of. Getting there a little bit Because like Me and her were kind of Play fighting a little bit Here and there And then at one point I remember we was play fighting And this girl Bit the shit out of me In a way that was like Ah Oh Shit What are you doing right now? Like that's how she bit me My nigga She bit me that way So I'm like Oh Shit Like We might have to We might have to Figure this out My nigga Cause whoa whoa, so that happened, she was giving the the eye a little bit, and like, you know, we chilled out, we was talking, we walked and talked on campus, like, we had ourselves a little moment, for real, it was dope, so we go back to the room that night, and the homie Jay, you know, middle of the night, you know, we're chilling, we're sleeping, like, I slept in her bed, she's, you know, all that, like, we were good, we were good, and the homie Jay is over there in the other bed, and he is fucking, and I'm like, oh, what, nigga, so she hears it, obviously, she hears it, and being, being, you know, she hears it, she kind of, she rolls over at me in the bed, she kind of gives me this look like, what's up, you know, she gave me that look. You n- niggas, you know, you know the look. You know the look. If you've gotten the look, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. She gave me that look like, my nigga, is you trying to hit or not? Like, she gave me that look, you know? Now, she's super bad. Oh, my God, she's so bad. So, off rip, I was intimidated as, I was intimidated as fuck by her. This is one of the first baddest women I've ever been, like, with let alone laid up in a bed with her and now she's giving me the look nigga oh no i can't do that bro i don't i don't even know how to handle that you know what i'm saying like i don't even know what to do with that right now man and i'm keeping it real with y'all i don't know what to do with that bro i have no idea this is woman in front of me right now this ain't a girl this is woman and she was built like a woman too my nigga thighs everything bruh thick Thick, bruh, trying to tell like, let me do it one more time, because that's what we're, thick, my nigga, oh, God, yeeks, bruh, yeeks on yams on yeeks, okay, it was real with her, but I had no idea what to do with that, bruh. At 18 years old, nah, I don't know what I'm doing with that, my nigga, and I'm being I'm being real with you. I don't know how to do that, like not that, not at that age, nah. You give me something like that right now, I'm a I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bust that wide open, most definitely. But this <laughs> at 18 years old, nigga, I don't know what I'm doing with that. I have no idea. <laughs> so she gave me the look. She kind of like you know scoots over a little bit, kind of snuggles up again, you know, snuggles up against me a little bit. And I feel it kind of rubbing on me, you know, rubbing on the leg a little bit, rubbing on the thigh. And I'm just like, I don't think I want to do this because, like, they're doing that over there. And she's like, that's okay. Well, you know, we could be. I, she's like, she says, I can be quiet. So, off ripped. See, now we read. reading. See, now I'm reading between the lines. You feel me? So, she's saying to me that she's going to let a nigga hit. But I didn't know that at the time. So, I'm just like no, 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 I don't, like, I don't, I don't, want to do that, I don't get down like that, like, you know, maybe, maybe we'll do it another time, like, I'll come up next week or something, like, you know, when she go away, like, I'm cool with doing it then, but, like, nah, and so me talking, (laughs) me talking, uh, fucked that up, and she was just like, ah, whatever, rolls over, goes to sleep, like, just goes right back, mind you, it was, like, 2.30 in the morning, my nigga, like, it's 2.30 in the morning, like, I'm ready, but like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready, like, at all. Like, I'm just not, not for this. No, I'm not ready for it. So, the next morning, we woke up, you know, we chilled out, went to eat breakfast, all that. And on the way home, on the bus, the homie Jay talking to him, and he's like, Yo, shit was dope. Like, you know, I went over, like, you know, shit was fun. Like, my nigga, like, you know, I hit you hit like did you hit I'm like oh I hit and he's like oh yeah I'm like yeah I hit most definitely I hit and he's like like you did and I'm like yeah you didn't hear me over there doing my doing what I was doing he was like I mean I was focused on what I was doing I'm like yeah that's why he did like you know why he wasn't paying attention to me and so then the next day comes around And the homie DJ comes up to me and he's like, yo, what happened with you and -and so-and-so over there, you know, last, you know, the other day, what happened over there? And so this is what, this is, this is where niggas fuck up. This is where, this is is where, niggas fuck up here all the time. I continue to lie to this nigga. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, nigga, I hit, it was good, like all that. And he's like, you swear to God, I'm like. Yeah, I swear to God, like, I hit, bruh, I hit, and, uh, he's like, oh, all right, that's that, you know, that's what's up, you know, because, because so-and-so, she bad to the bone, like, she's bad, like, if you hit that, then, yeah, nigga, like, wow, I'm like, hey, my nigga, you know, it is what it is, a week later, a week later, a week later goes by, and, I'm on my campus now. I'm chilling as, you know, partying. And I come back to my uh, come back to my room super drunk. I'm stupid drunk. I'm like drunk, drunk. Like that night, like I threw up that night, like I'm drunk. I'm drunk, drunk, like I'm drunk. <laughs> and I get a call. I get a call from DJ. And it's not DJ on his phone. It is so and so on the phone. And I'm literally in the bathroom throwing up. And I get a call. Three in the morning, I get a call. She's like, hey, so what did we do last week? And I'm like, because I'm throwing up. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean what did we do last week? She's like, uh, DJ and Jay are sitting here telling me that, uh, you know, we did stuff, and from what I recall, we did nothing, so what did we do last week, and I was like, nothing, and she goes, oh, all right, that's what I thought, and she hangs up the phone, and then I get a text message, which I didn't see because, you know, I threw up again, and then I just went to my room and proceeded to fall asleep. On the floor because we have one of them beds Where you got to jump on the bed Nigga I'm not jumping on that bed I'm not doing it I'm not doing it I'm drunk I'm not doing it I'm not doing it I get a text that next morning And it says yo You are mad lame And you're mad fake Don't ever talk to me again I said okay then So we won't be doing that anymore Because That's not a thing To do Yeah, yeah, and then after that time, I lied on my dick, then I was like, oh, okay, don't do that, don't do that, if you don't hit, just tell niggas you didn't hit, it sounds better that way Niggas could clown you all day. At the end of the day, them niggas didn't hit either. Don't let these niggas fool you, bruh. Niggas ain't out here doing shit, man. Like, they act like they are, but they not. You know why? Because niggas won't, ad- they will never admit to you that that situation, those situations, those situations are scary, my nigga. They're nerve-wracking. Not even necessarily scary. They're very nerve-wracking to be with a woman in. You know, just you, like, yo, man, a woman is art, my nigga. You can't just be approaching that. Like, you can't do, They can't just be like, oh, yeah, grat, Like, no, bruh. A woman is intimidating, my nigga, super intimidating. And at 18 years old, I don't care how old you are, at 18, for me, I wasn't in that mindset. I didn't have that mentality yet at 18. Some 18-year-olds do have that because they grow up faster than others, which makes sense. But I didn't grow up faster than others. I grew up, like, along with everybody else. You know what I'm saying? I was kind of sheltered a little bit. Not too much. Like, not, not, like, not like not too much. I I actually, like, damn near wasn't sheltered. But I just wasn't, I wasn't doing these. I wasn't doing these things in high school like that. I was fucking. Yeah, I was fucking. But I wasn't, like, fucking. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, niggas in college were fucking. Like, they were doing their thing, bruh and sometimes i was here with it and sometimes it you know i can't you, you, you can't pull it all the time i didn't know how to finesse at all at 18 not really like really know how to do it like i could have got old girl i could have but i didn't know what to do with that but rather than say i didn't get that i lied because that's the peer pressure not even the peer pressure. That's just that's a, that, that niggas make dumb choices sometimes, yo. I could have told this nigga straight up on the way home, like, "Hey, man, I heard you over there doing what you was doing. That's what's up." And then as soon as he's like, "Yo, what? Like, you know what? What about you? And, you know what about you and so and so?" I could have been like, "Nah, nigga, we ain't do nothing." I mean, I wanted to, but mm, couldn't just. I couldn't do it. You know, I just I couldn't do it. You was over there doing your thing and. Hey, man, I, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't get into a groove when I, when, you know, when somebody else is doing that shit. But instead, niggas lie. They lie on their dick. That's what they do. So I've lied on my dick twice. And I'm sure some of you niggas have lied on your dick, too. You'll never say it, but you have. But here I am telling you about it because I'm not afraid to be me, my nigga. That's why I do what I do and you, and and you listen. That's why we do this. You feel me? (laughs) So... That's story time this week I hope you take a little lesson from that Because uh, I'm sure some of you niggas is still lying on your dick now Alright One more thing before I get out of here Cause you know It's kind of a long one this week But I don't care Cause I'm out here I'm chilling I do this now Like what do you mean? <laughs> Tristan Thompson <laughs> Yo, Tristan, yo, my nigga, my nigga, yo, Tristan, bruh, 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 why you, why you, why you tell, why you tell them people you, you, you was talking to this girl about religion and life at 3 a.m. in the morning, my nigga, why you tell, why you tell people that, yo, you know damn well you wouldn't talk about no religion and life at 3 a.m., my nigga, you talking about pussy, I know that much. You talking about what that mouth do? I know you talking about that. But you wasn't talking about no fucking religion and life, nigga. Religion of what? You trying to praise that ass? Yeah. <laughs> you trying to speak life into that pussy? Yeah. I, I think that. Yeah. But you wasn't fucking talking about no. What are you talking about, Tristan? Why you? Why you? Why? <laughs> hey, Tristan, you a clown, bruh. I don't care what none of y'all say. You a clown, my nigga. You a clown How you do that to your baby How you do that to your baby mom yo Like she about to have the baby I think she did have the baby And he was like "All right, deuces yo You about to have that baby I can't do all that So uh I'm about to go do this over here And you went out And you did it And you did it more than once My nigga You stupid (laughs) You stupid (laughs) Nigga Nobody's gonna believe The lie of we was talking about religion and life at 3 a.m. Nigga, when I when I had a when I had a girlfriend a few years ago, years ago, um, one of the biggest lies, not even the biggest lies, one of the biggest like things that she never believed in me, uh, believed that I did at all, and would cause, like basically all the problems in our relationship from after that. It was like it's you know like a year of this, and after that, like that was it. Um, I was you know, cause. Obviously, me and this girl did not work out because she was trying to change niggas and she wasn't accepting of niggas at all. And that, that that's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. What I'm saying is I had went out one night to go chill with a girl and we went out to go smoke. And we went to go smoke at Dunkin Donuts. Like, you know, we, I, I met her at Dunkin Donuts. We parked over there and we blew it down. And then I went home and it was at 12 at night. You know what I'm saying? And I went home at like one in the morning. But me saying this shit right now, I guarantee you, half of you niggas is like, oh, you was fucking. And I wasn't, but y'all was like, yeah, you was fucking. So that's what Tristan Thompson sounds like when he's like, nigga, we wouldn't talk about nothing but just life and religion, bruh. Like, it wasn't even like that, man. She was just, she was just over here doing her thing. Niggas, shut up. Shut up, bruh. Stop it. It's a reason why, 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 why females, you know, think we already, you know, we already ain't shit anyway. Because you, because you, because you doing shit that ain't shit. You know what I mean? Like, stop, like, stop that, bro. Come on, man. Cut it out. Uh, The girl who protested uh, nude this week at the Cosby trial. Girl. First off, them titties is perky. First off, they perky. I like them. I'm not going to lie to you. I like them. I like them. But. Why, why that is what I'm saying Why why do you that, you could have did any other any other thing You did that, why you do that And it made me laugh because Bill Cosby Looked like he was looking at them titties I was like Bill stop playing you blind ass nigga Stop playing you can't see them titties bro You know damn well you can't see them titties Bill Stop it, you can't see them, nah stop it And she had all the victims You should look, you could look it up You had all the victims on there What's interesting is my brother Actually met this girl in a weird way. Let me tell you. Let me tell you how let me tell you how this let me tell you how this all connects. So my brother's roommate uh calls him up. He's like, "Hey, um would you be able to uh paint my friend? You know, my friend's coming over. She's about to go to the Cosby trial and she wants uh she's going to be protested. She wants you to paint on her." And he's like, "What?" And so he wasn't going to I mean, he 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 probably would have did it if he was like, you know, if he was there, but he wasn't there. And then he walks up in his apartment and is and, and his roommate, this was his friend, and she's in there and he's like, Oh, what's going on? And uh she's like, Hi, how you doing? Uh, you know, I'm getting arrested tomorrow and he's like, L O L, what do you mean you're getting arrested? Like, haha. And she's like, yeah, like, you know, I'm part, you know, I'm going to the trial. Um, she used to work on the show. She was uh, she was a character on the show for a little bit. Um, she did an episode of Chappelle's show in like the first season. I try to look it up. I still can't find it. I'm, I'm going to I'm just going to rewatch the whole series, honestly, and just find her. But, yo, this bitch was in my brother's living room. Like, yeah, check me out. And she shows him the titties and i'm like what and when my brother told me i'm like what and then the next day the shit went down and i was like oh shit that's pretty wild like that's wild when you think about that it's kind of wild Sinai so lathan Yo, Sanai Lane, I'm about to call you OJ, man. You the new OJ out here. Why you bite Beyonce on the face and then you tell niggas you ain't do that shit? Why you do that, yo? <laughs> Why you do that? <laughs> How you gonna be like, I didn't bite her, but if I did, it was a love bite. Oh, that's some OJ shit, Sanai. That's OJ shit, because everybody know OJ did that shit. And then he like, I didn't do it, but if I did do it, I would have done it like this. Like, tonight why did you bite her on the face don't get me wrong i would love to bite beyonce on the face okay i would love to bite beyonce period all right i'll bite her finger i'll bite a toe i'll bite a thigh oh god i better not bite a thigh i'ma fucking get the get a whiff of that undercarriage and probably and probably and probably attack this woman you know what i'm saying like i can't do that so You bit her on the face, girl? Why did you bite her? How much drugs were you on is what I wanna know, and how drunk were you that you was like, oh, Beyonce, and you bit that bitch on the face? (laughs) How you bite her on the face like that? What's wrong with you? Oh my God. I can't believe you did that, man. I can't believe you did that. That's funny. Lastly, Lastly, this week, got a few people to eat a dick this week. A few, and I mean a few, too. We'll get right into it. So uh, the governor, Rick Snyder of Michigan, says that the uh, water crisis is over in Flint. Um, You could eat a dick because i am over here watching the netflix series flint town and they're talking about the dirty water over there my nigga so you sound dumb you can eat a dick there is no more what are you talking about there's like the, the, the crisis is over no it's not over you just ain't doing shit that's what you're doing what are you talking about bruh nah nah that's not how this works bro like no you could eat a dick governor fuck you michigan People out here dying, and you don't give a fuck. People still have no clean water. you just like, nah, it's done. We're good now. We got water. No, you don't, bro. You don't. So eat a dick. Sabrina Claudio. Yeah, you can eat a dick, girl. You can eat a big old dick, because you are the worst. And it sucks, because I liked your music. Like, I really liked it, but this is a problem with you, with you Spanish people, especially you white, you white Spanish Latinas. For some reason, you all think that you're like better than us or something, or like you're not of color yourself, and it's sad. So, Sabrina Claudio made a Twitter account bashing black women. She made a whole account bashing black women, yet, you make music that sounds like black women. So eat a dick, because your career, for me, is done. I, I deleted all your songs. Um, I want nothing to do with you. Uh, nah, you can eat a dick, Sabrina. Fuck you. Like, that's terrible. And you're a terrible person for thinking that way. And the problem is, a lot of you people out there in miami a lot of y'all spanish motherfuckers out there think you not spanish or something motherfucker you are a hispanic like what are you talking about you are of color you yourself sabrina claudio are of color you are not like how dare you bash black women and yet you try to sound like black women fuck you eat a dick for real sabrina that's real starbucks this week uh had an incident where they arrested two black people in Starbucks basically for being black. Uh, They were in there waiting for their friend, waiting, you know, being, being black and waiting. And an employee was suspicious and she felt afraid and she felt fear. And the manager called the police and the police came in there and they arrested them. And when they arrested them, their friend who they were waiting for comes in to Starbucks and he's like, "What is happening?" And they're like, "Yo, we getting arrested for breathing, my nigga?" That's what's happening. We were sitting here breathing and they were like, "No, you can't do that." Like does 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 our presence scare you and make you that angry? Is that a thing with all you with all you white people? Is that like real? Like you don't like my presence that much that you're like, no, why are you here? Why are you like, why are you in? Why are you amongst my presence? Why? Why? No, not only that. What are Why are you not buying anything? What do you mean? You're waiting for somebody. You don't just wait for people. People don't do that. You don't just sit here and wait. Like what are you talking about? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. All y'all. All all y'all. The employee, the manager over there at that Starbucks, all y'all could eat a dick. All y'all. And this shit happened in Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, which is supposed to be brotherly and is one of the most diverse cities on this planet. Yeah, fuck y'all, man. Yeah, and fuck Starbucks, too. I was thinking about not saying fuck Starbucks. Like, nah, you know, Starbucks, nah, fuck Starbucks, yo. Fuck y'all. Starbucks can eat a dick, and the employee in Starbucks can eat a dick, and the manager at Starbucks can eat a dick because you fucked up, because you just assumed that these people were in here doing something bad, when really, they were just sitting here, breathing, that's what they were doing, they were breathing, they were sitting here, minding their own business, and for some reason, you white people just are so disgusted by our presence or something that you just have to, you just, nah, you you guys can't be here, like, you can't be here, no, fuck y'all, man. That's how I feel about that. I'm not saying fuck all white people. I'm saying fuck some of y'all though. Some of y'all, yeah. Some of y'all could eat a dick. But Starbucks, oh yeah, you could eat a dick for sure. And lastly, lastly this week, Taylor Swift. Oh God, bitch, I hate this bitch. I really do. Yo, Taylor Swift did a cover of Earth, Wind & Fire September this week. The shit sounds terrible. Taylor Swift Please, please, please eat a dick, Taylor. How dare you do that? Did you just hear September last week or something? And you're like, I love that song. I got to do it now. Yeah, because that's what it sounded like. It sounded like you just heard the song like in life ever when Earth, Wind, and Fire. I mean, I grew up on Earth, Wind, and Fire. My dad is a fan of Earth, Wind, and Fire. So I've heard this song for years. It sounded to me like you just heard this song. How dare you attempt to, to cover that song? You can't do that. That's September. Taylor, eat a dick, yo. We are not here for you. We black people are not here for you, Taylor. Kindly eat a dick and stop doing that to our shit. Don't take Earth, Wind, and Fire and do that. Don't sit here and try to be all hip and cool at the Grammys when hip-hop come on. Fuck you, Taylor. We don't fuck with you. I hope you know that. We don't. I don't fuck with you. How about that? We don't fuck with you, Taylor Swift. Eat a dick. Over here covering Earth Wind and Fire. How dare you? How dare you cover that song? Are you kidding me? For real? You wild, Taylor Swift. You wild. And I hate you. And I mean that. <laughs> it's not good to hate, I don't hate you, I strongly, strongly, strongly dislike you though, Taylor, and I do want you to eat a dick, so I guess there is a little bit of hate in there somewhere, but anyway, that is it this week, that is it, nice long one for you this week, how about that, right, nice long one, two hours and 20 minutes, so give or take, you know what I mean, so having said all this, we are done here i hope you all learned something i hope you got something i hope you had a laugh I hope you enjoyed yourself i hope you all like coming here every week and you can listen to me be honest with myself and it lets you go out in public in the world and be honest with yourself even if it's just a little bit you know what i'm saying like just a little tiny bit i i like that's all i ask for is it's something you know but anyway you know where to find me. Find me on the Facebook, Suburban Dope. I will be there. Uh, follow me on the on tw- on the, on the, uh, the Twitter, at um, Suburban underscore dope. And also follow me on the Instagram, at uh, Suburban Dope. Find me on there. Uh, find me on the iTunes. Um, comment, subscribe. Find me on Stitcher. Comment, subscribe. Find me on SoundCloud. Comment, comment, comment. Find me on Google Play comment subscribe iheart radio um tune in player fm find me i'm in your pocket that's all you need to know i'm here i do this every week i'll be back next week too for twenty next week so you know i'm gonna have some stories for you about when i get high because i got a few of those because you know it's suburban dope for a reason so anyway i'm andrew barrow this is suburban dope i'll be back next week peace